0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Hella Bass Bass Fishing Podcast. This is going to be a Dobbins rod intensive episode, but regardless of whether you like Dobbins rods or not, there's going to be a lot of great rod and reel info in this episode. I think you're going to enjoy it. In case you miss it, there is a Dobbins stimulus sale going on at American Legacy Fishing Company website. 15% off all Dobbins rods through Friday, March 26th at midnight central time. You can use code HELLA5 to get an additional 5% off, making that 20% off Dobbins Rods and 5% off anything else you put in your cart. Hope that helps you guys stock up for spring and enjoy the episode. This week, the Hella Bass Bass Fishing Podcast is brought to you by Arsenal Fishing. Arsenal Fishing offers premium custom-made performance apparel and tackle, Arsenal delivers a wide variety of custom-designed baits, accessories, and tools, along with unique utilitarian apparel for all outdoor enthusiasts. As part of their support, you can use code HELLABASS15 to save 15% on all purchases at arsenalfishing.com to support the show. Now let's get back to helping you catch more bass and suck less. All right, here we go. Live Wednesday night midweek stream how's it going everybody uh excited to be here and uh excited to talk to you guys tonight uh tonight it should be a good one uh a little bit to cover i think it's going to be a rod and reel and tackle intensive show so for you gearheads, uh this should be a good one so i'd love to hear in the chat how our uh, video and sound is tonight let us know um to make sure we're not missing anything but tonight introduce uh graham from uh, alfc american legacy fishing company what's up graham
1: hold on man i'm getting some really bad uh feedback, feedback here
0: that's weird i'm not hearing anything on my end let see i wonder if i accidentally you have youtube happy... open maybe maybe your YouTube,
1: youtube i guess all right, great start. What's up, man? <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> uh, Doug
0: says we're good. Levi says we're good. Uh, so I think we're good. So I was just on your end. Uh, so, yeah.
1: How's it going? Pretty good, man. Thanks for having me.
0: So it looks like you're in the shop. That's, uh, so that's the, uh, the headquarters there?
1: Yeah, man. We just reopened our showroom. Uh, I think it was last Monday. So we're pretty stoked. We've got it all stocked up and waiting for some new stuff to come in for sure.
0: Right, so uh, so for those that don't know, what uh, what what is ALFC?
1: Yeah, so we we started in 2007, founded by Tom Ashby, and he really just had like one goal, and that was to uh, stock every Loomis rod. He kind of got tired of you know not having a you know, one stop shop where he could find Loomis rods, and he thought there was an opportunity to you know provide that as a service. And he also saw a gap, I think, in the the fishing industry in terms of customer service. I think he saw some of the other, um, you know, suppliers and and thought that was definitely a need. Um, But yeah, we're in southern Indiana, basically as far southwest in Indiana as you can get in Evansville on the Ohio River.
0: Nice. So you guys uh, online as well as uh, you have a, a showroom or a, a place where people can walk in and shop as well. Yeah,
1: yeah, both. It was one and the same kind of when it started, but it's it's definitely heavy uh, on the on the online stuff. The the walk ins definitely account for a healthy percentage, but it's uh, it's it's mainly mainly online. Right on. So wh- is there anything you guys? Uh,
0: so the the weather website is uh, American Legacy fishing
1: com. nice um,
0: and so beyond you guys started as kind of like a, a Shimano G loomis power dealer but now you've guys grown into a bit more right
1: yeah for sure man there was a there was a time early on I, I don't know if it was in the same year that we opened but it was probably around there 2008 2009 and loomis had an issue with their blanks I, I don't know if they had trouble supplying some of the some of the components or they were having like defects or something i can't remember but basically they had a bunch of customers calling in and being like hey you know i need this rod and they're, they're like well we can't build that rod right now so they just gave everybody our number and sent everybody our way and that kind of just uh, was the catalyst but We've carried them all from the start. It was just kind of an event that sprung us forward into, you know, carrying pretty much any brand you can think of now. Very cool.
0: Yeah. So for those that are tuning in, uh, just let you know the agenda tonight, we're going to kind of discuss a bit of a sale promo going on. So stay tuned for that. If you, uh, if you haven't stocked up on all your your rods and stuff for spring, um, we'll be covering that here pretty quick. Um, we're going to do deep dive on some Dobbins rod stuff, model numbers, data what sells what doesn't sell uh talk about some rod and reel combos um so i think there'll be a lot of cool data and whether you're like into dobbins or not i think you're going to find some of this data useful and helpful and interesting because you know obviously you could apply you know uh things you learn about seven foot medium action rods to your favorite brand and things like that as well um so don't you know don't do turn out just because you're not a, a huge dobbins fan i think there'll be still plenty of stuff that you'll find cool and interesting tonight um we're going to talk about like high end rods versus budget rods and where and when to use them um, and some cool programs that ALFC has. And uh, you know, just in the end, we'll probably cover a bunch of uh, rod and reel, you know, rapid fire questions and things like that. So there's a lot to cover. I think it'll be interesting. Just want to give you guys kind of a, an idea of what was coming up. Um, And I want to just shout out Arsenal fishing. Uh, Thanks for supporting the show. Uh, You guys can go to arsenalfishing.com code hell 15. We'll get you deals on, you know, the wacky Nico pliers, some of their tackle, some of their apparel, things like that. So if you guys want to support the show uh, in a low key way and and get some gear for yourself, then that's a good way to do it. So I just want to make sure we got that in because there's definitely support these streams. Um, Yeah. So you guys have, I think, really become very popular in the Dobbins community as well. Like, I guess, uh, you know, and originally, uh, and I know you guys carry tons of other stuff, but you're very active in like the Dobbins community on Facebook and other places. Um, is anything, I don't know. Is that just something you guys found? Like, how did you get started with Dobbins and how did that relationship grow? And like, how's it been working with the community?
1: Yeah. So I'll kind of start with when we picked up Dobbins and I, I think I was specifically told not to Tell this story as I'm going to tell it, but um, we we had a we had a decent demand for it, and this is well before I started working here. This is back in like 2008. We had a decent amount of demand for it, and uh, our ordering my manager Brian, he was bugging Tom. He was like, you know, hey, we've got a bunch of people asking about these rods. We should pick them up. Tom was like, no. And they went back and <laughs> forth with that. He's like, yeah, we we really need to get these rods. You're like, no. Finally, I think Tom broke and we picked him up and then we didn't sell a, a single Dobbins in a month of having them <laughs> in the shop. But now, obviously, like you said, we've got a great relationship with them. Um, they're, they're up there, you know, with Loomis and St. Croix as our number one selling brand. And the community is like no other uh, activity. It's unreal. I don't know what it was at the beginning of last year, but it was probably under 2,000 last I looked. It was it was, a, it was over ten, I believe, over 10,000. And I don't think that it, anybody told us, or, or maybe somebody did tell us. I think that the actual way we found it was not great news. I think uh, there had been a rod that had been delivered broken, and sure. they were they were questioning the integrity of the the rod tubes that we sent sent our rods in, and went in there and kind of squashed that out, and just stick st- or, uh, stuck around. Um. And, yeah, everybody on there is pretty cool and pretty responsive. It seems to be a pretty healthy community. And that Someone will ask a question. It's, like, instantly. Like, if I'll post something, it's, like, it it makes me question what some of the guys are doing during the day, you know? (laughs) uh,
0: You don't need to talk about me right in front of my face like that, (laughs) Graham.
1: There are a few other other names I could drop, but
0: nice well will perryman says he's a big fan he's been dealing with you guys for like uh, six years so that's awesome thanks will so so speaking of uh dobbins so this week you guys are running a bit of a sale uh on dobbins uh do you want to talk about that
1: yeah for sure man um we kind of labeled it as a gimmicky stimulus sale you know everybody's got some money coming in and I think that was a pretty good catalyst for the entire last year of sales, especially with Dobbins. as I know you covered with Gary whenever you guys talked, but um, yeah, it's no code. You just jump on there. We've got them all marked down 15% off, but there is a code you can use. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, you can use hella five to get an additional 5%. So you bring that rod to 20% off and then it'll take the rest of your cart down 5% as well. So Yeah. So...
0: If you haven't seen their website before, American Legacy Outdoors uh, Fishing.com, uh, here's the Dobbins, right? You can see the, the prices, like he mentioned, are all adjusted 15% down already. And then you can use code uh, HELLA5 to bump it up to 20%, basically. But then I think you also get, if there's a Dobbins in your cart, right? Uh, you get the extra 5% off on your Dobbins, but you also get 5% off on the other stuff you purchase with it. Is that correct? Yep. So if you're gonna get some 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 worms, a reel, some line, you can save a little extra on all that. And you guys carry a pretty healthy and we'll get into a lot of this, but I mean, you guys I mean, I don't know if it's every model and everything's yeah, in we've, stock, probably a little bit after the sale's been going for a few days, but there's a lot of stuff to choose from.
1: Yeah, we've got every model and we even have some new ones that aren't listed. If you uh if you're after the Soby series or any of the new split handle ecstasies, we've got a handful of both of those. So uh, the best way to order would be to just call in or you can message me on Facebook uh, anytime during the day. I'm pretty quick to respond.
0: Uh, Ryan says he's already nabbed the 610 Caden. Uh, are you going to use that as a jerkbait rod or what is your plan for the 610 Caden, Ryan? Um, but, yeah, so that's the the sh- that's the promo. Uh, it started last Friday and it goes through this Friday at a certain time or when is that? Yeah, it'll
1: end Friday at midnight. So basically and it turns midnight. over. Into- so you got about
0: forty-eight hours to get jump in on this. Awesome. So we're gonna break down some of this and come back to this um, and cover this in more detail. Um, how? And I guess I don't know. There was a really cool picture uh, the other day of you guys had a whole forklift piled up with rod tubes going out the door of packed yeah. up rods.
1: Yeah, every once in a while, I'm walking through the shop and just like, oh, I think somebody might want to see that. And that that one was just a pile of rods that we we normally use a cart. and We had to throw them on a pallet. We had so many and use a fork truck to move them.
0: Yeah, awesome. Uh, it very might well, David. Um, Will wants to know: Do you guys uh, know when you'll have some Vanfords in the new spinning reels from Shimano?
1: Oh man, um, we I'm trying to think. We just got some Stratics. And we've got 500s and 5,000s in the Van Ford's which aren't <laughs> super appealing for bass anglers. But um, last I heard, I think it was sometime in late May. That's kind of the the date that everybody's given me, which honestly is is pretty good. You know, just a, a few months out is better than what it has been of, you know, six plus months out for some. Sure.
0: Okay. Uh, Bill says, need a Caden 740 or 745 for jigs. Yeah, those Caden rods have been very popular. Uh, me personally, I haven't held them, but based on what I like in the other Dobbins rods, I would definitely go 745 for, for jigs. That's yeah.
1: more my preference, but they're both would be good rods. I would agree. I was comparing that 744 just a second ago to the 744 champion, which is, you know, their jig jig special. and. Sure. Uh, the 744 and the caden is just a regular fast whereas that jig special is an extra fast and you can definitely feel that difference that caden uh, definitely bends a little bit further into the rod
0: nice so it kind of depends on you know if you're quarter and three-eighths and lighter jigs and you know you know 12 pound type line probably the 744 but if you're more of a three-eighths half ounce three-quarter and you like 17 to 20 pound floral then i'd probably go like a 745 so let's speak of that we just talked about some model numbers um and let's like break down and i think because some people you know you come from shimano or you come from loomis or maybe another brand rod and, and you get used to their model numbers and the dobbins models may or may not make sense to you um and so the first two numbers so if we're talking 745 that means 74 inches which is seven foot two right um and so that you know if it's a if it's a 683 that's a 68 inch rod uh, which just means it's uh six foot no wait i'm doing that wrong <laughs> you're, I actually the the loomis version. Yeah, you're good <laughs> yeah so seven seven oh 745 is seven foot four uh not inches so that's what Loomis. so if, yeah so there you go if you came from loomis like i did years ago right uh, 844 is 84 inches right uh whereas uh, a 745 is seven foot four and then yeah. the last number is the power of the rod um so it's it's feet inches power uh for Dobbins now that I've
1: confused us all yeah. but yeah you're good Dobbins that actually is the easiest model number of any we, we like them for that they kind of kind of help that so yeah just like you said first two numbers length last number power
0: yeah uh so yeah so there you <laughs> go it's easier it's it's feet you don't have to do math in your head. So that's what you need to remember about Dobbins. You don't have to convert inches to feet and that kind of stuff. Uh, Bill says he's all set on the 745. Um, Brian said he just picked up the Fury Swimbait rod, uh, which is super popular, and we'll talk about that more. Uh, that's a very good-selling rod. Um, yeah, we're definitely going to get into the data, Chris. So we just want to make sure everybody understands <clears throat> what it means. So they typically end in a C for a casting rod. They'll typically end in an SF, uh, Sam Frank, for a spinning model. Uh, and then sometimes they'll end in, like, CB, which will designate crankbait, uh, or SB for swimbait, or sometimes they'll end in, like, flip slash punch or things like that, but that's the basic nomenclature. Um, but the good thing about most Dobbins rods is they come with a ton of information. You won't be able to see this, but it's a bit of an eye chart. But, like, they come with a whole bunch of information about, like, you know, most rods have like their action and like the lure weight and the the line ratings, right? But they typically are labeled with all the recommended lures, right? Jerk bait, crank bait, spinner bait, you know that kind of stuff on the rods as well. Um, so that is helpful as well. And and they're I don't and and most of the websites that carry them also echo that, which makes it very easy um, to do that. Um, yeah. So more... Go ahead.
1: I was just say I will add to that. Like we have a lot of people who look at those recommendations, and I think that kind of locks them into only using that rod for that. And um, definitely never the case with any of their rods. You know, yeah.
0: Consider that a starting
1: point. Yeah, for, sure. for That's sure. Not
0: not not limited to. That's a good point. Uh, recommendation for a do all casting rod. <clears throat> I would say the most popular thing I hear for a do all casting rod is a seven thirty four C. Uh, and you can get that in several of the models. You can get, I think, that in the Fury, the Sierra, and the mm-hmm. Champ line, yep. if I'm not mistaken. And they're all very popular selling rods. Um, so that seven foot three four power is a really popular, uh, and I would say, or a seven zero three or a seven thirty three. Uh, and we can break down some of that in more detail, but that's yeah, it's, really it's a tight. sweet
1: spot. 734 is a good one down here. If you're looking for like a, a do-it-all moving bait rod that you could also do some bottom can- contact stuff uh, with up shallow, the 703 and in, in any of those as well is super versatile. It's got a good action for just about anything.
0: Yeah, it kind of depends on what do all do you mean? Like do all like jigs, spinner baits, half ounce lipless right? baits, 734 do all crank baits you know, lighter swim jigs, throw a Senko and a finesse jig than like a seven hundred three, seven thirty three. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, that's what I need. A good swim bike light rod. Yeah. If you're, if you're on a budget and you're, especially if you're to know you're not like, I kind of want to get into swim baits, but I don't know if I'm like all in get the seven ninety five fury. Um, if you really know you want to get into the swim baits hard, then you could look at the champ, but, um, well, my uh, copper, the hounds chiming in just in time. Uh, what's up, Sean? He says uh, you, this is probably why yeah. you guys are doing well because Sean is a straight <laughs> up. Yeah, of, for and, sure. Uh, you, you probably recognize his name. You probably see by yeah, so
1: absolutely. Yeah, I think we've spoke probably email or phone. Definitely see it come across the the orders pretty frequently. All right, sounds like my daughter's already working on getting the uh,
0: the dogs in the in the kennel. So hopefully, crisis averted there. Um, all right. So what I did um, is Graham was nice enough to help share some data of their 2020 sales for Dobbins rods. And I thought it'd be really interesting to share with you guys some of the things that were super popular, what rods were good sellers, which series sold the most and give you some analytics on what people are buying, what people are doing um, and things like that. And I think whether you're interested in Dobbins rods or not, I think this data will be pretty eye-opening for some of you to understand what some of the popular rods are and help you make buying decisions, uh, whether it's during the sale or in the future, whatever that is, uh, that I think you'll find interesting and hopefully you do. Uh, so I pulled together some data and they shared some of this and they actually sell quite a few Dobbins rods. So this isn't like a set of like 20 rods, you know, sample size. This is a pretty significant, uh, sample size of rods. So I think it's a pretty interesting, uh, look.
1: Yeah, it was sick to see them whenever you sent over those numbers earlier. It was cool to see them just on the spreadsheet, but when you condensed them down, like we're about to look at, it was pretty yeah. pretty cool to look at. And uh, so I used some of my daytime
0: uh, pivot, like really simple, I'm not not bragging here. These are very simple pivot charts. So like, it's not like these are like <clears throat> amazing. Uh, like I'm not flexing with pivots by any means on this, but just quickly was able to put together some some data on uh this so hopefully you guys find this interesting uh and helpful uh and if you guys want to share this out you got buddies that are looking at uh rods or reels or are looking for a deal <clears throat> invite them to the stream get them to join looks like we're, we're closing in uh, we're getting you know 75 plus people in the stream so that's awesome so yeah. So this is the 2020 Dobbins sales data. One thing you know is you won't see any Cadence in here because Cadence, you guys basically just got those in a month or two ago.
1: Yeah. I think we, we got them in right after our November sale. So mm-hmm. any numbers from 2020 would have been yeah. pretty much. So negligible. probably.
0: Yeah. So, um so the one thing that jumped out at me really quick, doing a quick split is that like in Dobbins and I'm sure this is probably, and you can speak to if there's any anomalies based on what you would know but like 80% casting to spinning rods, only 20%. So like a, a you know, four to one ratio, is that pretty common uh, in general? Yeah,
1: I'd say with some, with St. Croix or Loomis, where they offer so many spinning models and in inshore and panfish type rods, mm-hmm. it might be a little more even there if you're if you're testing across all, not just like the bass stuff. Um, so I'm interested to see how this number changes because of those Sierra trout and panfish rods are also pretty pretty new so it probably won't change a whole lot here but yeah very cool
0: that was interesting i mean i knew casting rods were popular and i know you know a lot of bass fishermen hate spinning rods but i didn't think it was this big a split so that was a little surprising to me
1: it was definitely surprising like i said but when you see the actual number it's like whoa yeah so i don't know
0: if you guys are in the chat i'd love to hear what you guys think if you if you totally agree with that or that surprises you. And I would say that's probably accurate for my rod breakdown of, I probably have 30 some rods and I probably have four or five, six spinning rounds. So it's probably not way off base for me personally either. Uh, technique specific rods. Uh, so they, they don't necessarily label each rod. So this wasn't, uh, you know, completely accurate. <clears throat> and obviously there's a lot of rods that can be used in many different ways. But they have their crankbait glass rods and their regular crankbait rods, which are labeled in a way that I was easily be able to pull out the data. And so that accommodates for about 15% of the total rods sold, um, which actually, those only come in a few models. Like the Champion and the Fury have a few crankbait models mm-hmm. for the most part. So it's actually a pretty good – I bet you if I reran it and only just pulled that out from the, the Champion data, it would actually be a little bit bigger. Yeah. Split um but that that was interesting and then like flipping rods are only about five percent of the rods now obviously there's other rods like the 735 and the 736 that can definitely use, you know 745s can be used for flipping but the ones they designate as flipping and punching rods are you know a very small percentage in the overall grand scheme of things
1: yeah the swim bait that's that's crazy to me yeah that's, that's the thing that's like definitely an, an anomaly almost
0: as big as crankbaits um so that's cool um what kind of rod do you like for a jerkbait? I like the 704 CB. And I know a lot of the people like the 684 CB, but I like the seven footer. But those are the two most common rods I see for jerkbaits. Um, a sneaky one would be just like a straight 703 Sierra, um, would make a good Yeah, I've
1: used, I've used the 780, or 70s, so the 682 and 683 Sierra. Um, they both get it done. If you throw smaller jerkbaits, the 682. And then if you're throwing more like a 110 size, that three power is going to get it done. Yeah, Kevin's asking,
0: do you guys have any HPS? I think
1: do you guys are pretty low, or those we are just a couple of them. I could I could run over to the rack and read them. There's so few. <laughs> there's okay. probably like six. So
0: if you if you they're they're really not listed on the site because there's so few. Yeah, that...
1: exactly. Same deal with those split grip ecstasies and the Sobe series. If you're after any, you can message me. I'll check to see if it's one of the few we do have.
0: All right. So call in, message Graham. Uh, he'll let you know. If you he can help you out. But overall, there is a definite shortage on HPs uh, right now. Uh, hopefully they come in soon. Um, but that's that's they're. I think a lot of them are stuck in ocean containers somewhere.
1: Yeah, that's for sure. I think they used a, a bunch of the first batch that came through earlier this year, just fulfilling warranties that they had backed up mm-hmm. for so long.
0: Yeah, cool. So that, that swimbait thing was surprising. and I think that's something we'll see grow. Like, I don't think that number is going to go down. No. If, uh, I mean, not in the short term anyways.
1: I think that above all is a, a testament to the value of Dobbins. There isn't really another brand that offers a, that quality of a swimbait rod at these price points. For sure. Um, and I think the other thing that's interesting is that, <clears throat> you know, it's kind of
0: a uh, a three to two split on the, the graphite composite crankbait rods over the glass. And I'm more of a graphite crankbait rod. And I know a lot of people love the glass ones. So that's just an interesting data point as well from my perspective. Yeah. Uh, Sean, Shine, Shine, I like a 684 for casting small balsa. But I know a lot of people like spinning rods, like a, a, a three-power spinning rod. C-rig rod, it kind of depends on your budget. Um, I think any of those seven-foot-plus rods and the four-to-five power are a great option um, so, you know, 704, 744, uh, in, in whatever series you want. Um, Bill says he's a, he's got multiples of every except ecstasy. Uh, the same for me. <clears throat> All right. So let's, uh, that's kind of some technique specific rods. Um, and the trout and panfish is probably a little bit low. Cause I think those came in late last year, right? So you don't have a full year of data on those. Yeah.
1: Same deals with the cadence that came in just after November,
0: I believe. So by series, uh I thought this was a little interesting and not surprising that kind of the Fury, right, which is kind of the the $120 price point rod is the highest selling by percentage. But it is interesting that Champion, which is their kind of like I I don't know if I would call it middle, high end or not high end, but I don't know how to class. so you got it's a $260 price point for most of those rods. So I mean it's a a nice high quality rod. Yeah. It's not like well, super high end, but it's not budget rod by any means uh, but it's one around the longest so i think that probably speaks to the people that have been with dobbins a long time have used you know, their rods they are very loyal to the champion series and have a lot of appreciation for the champion series
1: yeah and also just the the amount of models they offer in the champion they offer so many more models in that champion than any of the other ones i don't know what the exact number is but i'm pretty sure it's over 30 mm-hmm. across for the sure. casting yeah, I,
0: didn't, I didn't pull that uh, count but there's a lot for sure uh, Sean we are going to touch about that trade in later so that's, that's a good segue for future conversation <laughs> um, I do think the Buka rod would make a good uh, A-rig rod and it probably yeah. like a 10xd rod and several other things I haven't held it myself but I've heard some pretty good things about it I don't know if you held that yeah uh, yeah, I've
1: got one right over my shoulder actually I believe or at least I did um, yeah I would, I would definitely second that
0: so for, for people that have rod questions, um, do you have several people on staff that are pretty knowledgeable? If people want to call in and like ask questions about rods, is that something that happens a lot?
1: Yeah, that's kind of a, another one of the deals that Tom wanted. Is he wanted to staff people that actually use the gear? And I've referenced to you our demo program. You know, if we if we have something new come in that we want to fish with, we just go fish with it. You know, so mm-hmm. so everybody here is definitely knowledgeable.
0: Very cool. Yeah. So the Sierra, uh, you know, that comes in at the, what about $170 price point. Um, I think that's a growing segment though, from what I understand, like the Sierras are gaining popularity and they're probably like, slowly chipping away at some of that champion, <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: volume. I always tell people specifically between Sierra and champion is that if you can get a blank that is in both, you probably be safe just going with the sierra because they fish so similarly
0: Um, i think the sierra is a slightly slower action it depends on the rod and the model but in general the sierras are slightly softer not not like i wouldn't call them soft but they are ever so slightly slower actions than some of the other series yeah which can be a good thing right like if you're looking for a all-around rod that can throw jerkbaits and crankbaits a 703 sierra might be better than a 703 champ for that respect And then uh the HPs, which is the champion extremes, uh, so that's your three hundred and sixty to three hundred and seventy dollar price point. Uh, they sell a decent amount of those as well, and they're they're out of stock, or they'd probably be selling more to be honest.
1: Yeah, yeah, certainly.
0: And then the ecstasy is the ultra premium uh high-end rods uh on the Torre blanks. Uh and I forget where to those for 550. 550. So yeah, that's a significant jump. And uh, you know, you guys still sell a fair amount of those, but obviously you can see why that's you know less than three percent of the total volume because you can buy five Furies for the price of an ecstasy. Right.
1: Yeah. I think Gary said whenever you guys talked earlier that uh, he was almost even scared to make that rod. And then whenever he dropped it, it pretty much just sold out instantly. Mm-hmm. And I, we can definitely effort that.
0: Yeah. So here's a good question. Uh, Mitch wants to know what's your guys' typical lead time for purchasing and shipping.
1: So anything purchased before 3 PM central time is going to ship you can be pretty safe saying that there might be an exception if it's something that's not coming directly from our facility. Um, but yeah, uh, we ship everything the same day it comes in. As long as there's someone here, you know, it's getting packed.
0: And then I think most like rods ship USPS priority. So you should get them in three days typically uh, depending
1: on depending out. on the, yeah, there, there are some different, <laughs> different, um, we can touch on that later if you want, but I'm sure we'll get a question about it. Uh, But depending on the location of where it's going, we can ship with any service, but mostly FedEx and USPS.
0: Okay. So, yeah, I mean, depending on where you are in the country, I mean, you order on a Monday, you're probably going to have your rod by Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, worst case, normal, right? Yep. Cool. All right. So let's jump into these. I want to give you kind of the top five by series. Um, So the Furies, uh, which have quite a bit of volume, the 735C which is a seven foot three, five power, which is a pretty heavy rod. Uh, I think the five stands for mag heavy. Um, and so f- to me that is a really budget friendly jig slash frog slash big plopper rod, things like that. Uh, small swim baits. Um, it's, it's a, it's a really strong rod, uh, solid rod.
1: It's good. To yeah. See, <laughs> He's back. Uh, yeah, it's solid for jigs. It's a, Now I just saw a comment pop up, uh, Half Texas rigs or half ounce skirted jigs, Sean. Uh, that's a rod that could get it done. It might be slightly overpowered, but it's gonna definitely hit that. Um, it's something that you could just pick up if you know you're getting into some heavier cover and you want to throw something that's a half ounce or slightly lighter. just lost audio rich that's because i muted
0: myself during my uh, dog and then i un- didn't unmute myself uh, there we go so what i was saying is that 735 if you're like when you say texas if you mean like flipping half and three quarter ounce beavers perfect yeah if you want to throw a baby brush hog on a 3 16th then you probably want a three or a four power you know seven foot seven three type rod um uh for the bigger plop, so ploppers and spooks, the big plopper, like the 135, I like a 735. Um, most of my spooks and things like that, I throw in a 703 or a 733 on straight braid. So.
1: Yeah, I like the 703 for that. Yeah. Pretty much anything but those those giant ploppers. Dad Dog got himself a 733. Yeah.
0: Yeah, if your heaviest rod now is a seven o four at seven thirty five, Fury is a great rod to get in something with a little more beef. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right, he was just asking. He said he sh- he ordered a-, a glass rod on Monday, didn't get a shipping email. So
1: right on. Yeah, if you want to shoot me a message about that, I'd be happy to take a look at that after we're wrapped up here.
0: Cool. So yeah, the seven o three Fury, I actually have that right here. I think. So this is a rod. Uh, nope, that's not it. I grabbed a few of my rods anyways. So the 703 Fury is a rod. It's a really good multi-purpose rod. For me, I throw it with like 30-pound braid, and I throw like yellow magic poppers, uh, walking baits, spooks, uh, and that's kind of what I dedicate this rod to is topwaters, and I throw them on straight braid. But you definitely could throw spinner baits swim jigs, uh, bladed jigs, uh, Senkos, things like that. It's a pretty versatile rod. Um, you, you know, it, it's got the right action that you can throw reaction baits, but it is got enough sensitivity and backbone that you can throw smaller jigs and in, in, in worms as well. Um, and this is where that's, you know, we saw that swim bait skew, right? Like, uh, at that 120 or $130 price point, these two swim bait rods, you guys clearly sell a ton of them. And, and a lot of people yeah. buy them uh, for that.
1: Yeah, for sure. I was—I uh, honestly thought that 705 CB was going to beat those out, so it was cool to see. I know it's close, but
0: yeah. When when we did the interview with Gary back, and I think it was November. So, if any of you guys want to go back, after if you, if you think this is interesting and you want to learn more about Dobbins, you can scroll back through my catalog, search Gary Dobbins, and we do two hours of straight rod talk with Gary. And at that time, I'm pretty sure he said this was their number one seller. And I don't know if that's true or was true or just not what you guys sell. I mean, it's it's a top five seller in Fury. So still a high seller. Um,
1: Yeah, I believe it. I think that it's just a, again, going back to that value, having a crankbait specific rod at this price point, it's not really common with the quality that they offer. Yeah. So that's 705 is like,
0: people say that's a fantastic square bill rod. Um, that's what I hear a lot. Yeah. Um, so that 705 is a seven foot crankbait rod. Uh, so it's, it's a graphite kind of composite crankbait rod. It's not a glass rod. Um, and I think part of the reason, maybe for you guys, I think a lot of retailers probably don't carry all these swim bait rods, and because you guys carry a lot of models, you probably have a more of an uptick in the swim baits. Where not everybody, you know, you you probably can't go into your average Dick Sporting Goods and find the swim bait rods in the Fury lineup, right? So,
1: yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's that's kind of our deal. Is we just carry everything. Yeah. So yeah,
0: uh, let's see here. Uh, Seven thirty light. For the frog, yeah, I don't know. I haven't had that problem. I've got some videos where I've like just horsed fish out of wild rice with the seven thirty five Sierra and not had any issues. But if you feel that way, the seven thirty six is the way to
1: go. Yeah, the seven thirty five is definitely for like what you would traditionally think of frogging. But here in Southern Indiana, where we don't have a whole lot of heavy cover, you know, we'll maybe even use a four power for that uh, open water and skipping yeah. around docks and laydowns.
0: <clears throat> I definitely have two frog rods and. For my strategic tactical frogging where I'm like throwing around docks and laydowns and things like that. I like a 735. Uh, when I go to like huge open mats and the river and pads, and then I'll go with my 795. Um, let, let's let's come back to that, Kevin. We're gonna look at the XCs in more detail. So let's just uh, remind us when we get to that in a few minutes. Um all these rods cork. So I think the fury is a combo, right? The Fury comes with a cork foregrip and then it has a foam back end. And that's for a couple reasons. One, it helps foam is a little less expensive. So on this model rod, it helps them keep the price point down. But where your hand is, right, you're going to get cork. Back here, you get foam. So even if you like cork, this shouldn't be an issue. And then it just happens like that's the way the balance works on most of these Fury rods to get the balance right. So, uh, the, the Furies will have a combo of cork and foam. Most of their other rods are all cork, except for the swim bait rods, which are foam, yep. right? So, yeah, if you're a fan of cork in general, you're going to appreciate Dava and Sycamore. Uh, Backplash wants to know if the Ecstasy 754 is available.
1: Yeah, I know we have the split grip version. I believe it is in stock with Dobbin. So if you wanted to order it while the sale is on, even if we don't have it, we'd be happy to order it and ship it out. Yeah. Three
0: quarter ounce Spook. Is that a normal size or is that a super?
1: That's a super.
0: Yeah. Probably a 734 is a good rod. Yeah. But a 733 will do it. I throw the big Vixens on a
1: 733. Um, Any Colts? no we do not have any Colts on hand right now but again I don't think that they are they're out of stock with Dobbin, so it's something sure. we could definitely order in all
0: right so that's the Furies uh moving on one so that's the 120 the the 170 ish dollar price point the Sierra um they also have the cadence now we don't have data on the cadence but they kind of have those two like at the very similar price point so this is where we see the 734 making its first appearance right so this is one of the most popular kind of do it all chatterbait, swim jigs, spook, uh, lipless cranks, spinnerbaits. Like you throw a beaver, you can throw a jig. Uh, it's a really all around rod, and you'll see this, I think, consistently in the next couple of price points where you're going to see the 734 uh, in that mix quite often.
1: Yeah, it's you can literally do anything with it if you if you're scrambling, you need something. I'm trying to think of a time where I've done that. Probably up north um yeah like for smallmouth there was a time mm-hmm. where we wanted to throw some swim baits at him and i just didn't have a swim bait rod on me and mm-hmm. picked this rod up and was able to throw a half ounce swim bait like nothing yeah
0: i mean if you're like a kayak angler a bank angler where you're only going to carry one or two rods this is a great rod that can do a ton of things for you um or if you just want a handful of rods that can do a lot of things, um, it's it's a great option as a co angler too. Like having a seven thirty four in, in your quiver back there is a great option. Uh, the seven hundred three uh, is a good rod. I actually own the seven hundred three. This is the rod that I used uh, down on Pickwick last year, at the national championship throwing spinner baits, uh, and I found it to be a great rod with like sixteen or seventeen pound fluoro. Uh It can do quite a bit of things. I like so. This is where I say that that softer action of the Sierra is nice. If you really want something for spinner baits, chatter baits, crank baits, but you also want to be able to do more. Like you don't want a dedicated like crankbait bait rod. Uh, the Sierra is a really good lineup uh, in that 703 for doing some of that stuff that where you can throw a Senko because it still has really solid sensitivity, but it's got that slightly softer action for doing some reaction baits. So, so our first spinning rod, uh, the 702SF, uh, so that's a 7-foot 2-power. I love the 2-power rods for NEDs, drop shots, uh, Kitex, like the 3.8 Kytex, uh the 3.3s, um, any of that kind of stuff. I'm, I have a bunch of 2-power rods, and I love the 702s for that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, I'm just thinking of this now. One thing we probably should have mentioned when we went over the power is that there are some exceptions in spinning and... Um, in the crankbait model. So, with a spinning, the two power is going to be a medium light, whereas in a casting, that's just going to be a straight up medium. Sure.
0: Yeah. And it, yeah. And I, and I just, I mean, the one is the lowest power, six is the highest. And there, there's a yeah. little, but it's a gradient. And you just need to know like yeah. the three power is going to be heavier than the two, the four is going to be heavier than the three. Yep. Uh, for sure. Yeah. So, this is right here like uh seven foot storage. Yeah, that's 703, 702, uh, 704 rods are all great rods uh, in that section. <clears throat>
1: uh,
0: and so the 703, I don't own the 703 Sierra, but I do have uh, a 703 Savvy, which is probably comparable. Uh, they yeah. just don't make those anymore. And I also have the 703 uh, Fury, which we don't didn't talk about. But I find the 3 Series is a great rod for, like, that's my go-to, like... Dock skipping rod is a 703 fury for like Senkos and wacky rigs and things like that. Um, or, uh, and then I will use that for like jig worms, shaky heads and anything you just need, maybe like finesse jigs, tubes, things like that, where you just need a little more backbone than you would for like a Ned or a drop shot.
1: Yeah. I think that's a question. A lot of people have is if they were between a few powers in the, in the spinning, which would you go with? I think I'd probably pick that three power. Um, just because yeah. even if you are throwing some lighter stuff if you're in some deeper water you might want that a little bit of extra power yeah, uh, if i only could have one i probably would go with the 703 like if that was like a restriction i would yeah. go
0: 703 first especially if you're a straight floral person then definitely go three uh that two i really rely on that for more of the braid to floral
1: <clears throat>
0: what's a good word for like robo worms weightless?
1: I can't say that I've thrown a
0: weightless rod. That's, a, that's
1: on. a wild technique. That's definitely some uh, California. I definitely wouldn't go heavier
0: than a two. I would go seven hundred two or maybe a seven hundred one.
1: Yeah, you go down. You probably look at the new Sierra, um, the Super Finesse Trout rods. They make a zero power. Um, those things are so light. The tip literally scares me. It's so thin. I don't think it's a, it's not an issue or anything. It's just one of those deals. You look at it and it's like, whoa! It's definitely yeah. built for some light stuff. I'll I'll defer to you on this one, Graham. Um, so I'd say the closest thing, it's actually just going to be a little bit of a step up in price, would be the Avid X. Um, those are right around the 220 price range, so you're going to be stepping up a little bit. They just came out with the Victory, which would also be pretty close. They only have, I want to say, 10 models in that new Victory. So if you want some more options, that Avid X would be one to compare it to. Okay.
0: Well, nice. We just, we finally hit a hundred between Facebook and, uh, and, uh, YouTube. So we're well on our way tonight. So the last one, or the, like, this is the number five, not the last one, but the seven thirty-five. So we saw this one at the top of the fury line. It's also in the Sierra. I use this for my tactical frog a lot. <clears throat> and, uh, but also like when I was on a Wilson and I wasn't planning on throwing a rigs, but I just found myself need to throw one. It did a pretty good job with this fairly good size a rig. Um, so it, it can do a lot. I mean, like jigs, small swim baits. So if you're looking to beef up and get into a, an entry-level rod that's not going to break the bank, that you can flip with and do a lot of things, like the 735 Sierra is a pretty nice rod. Big ploppers is another option. Um so, so I think yeah, you said the good so I think uh, I think you said Sierra and the Victory are probably in the same ballpark. Yeah, yeah, I they're like,
1: right around the same.
0: <laughs> What's up, Gabe? Seven oh six CB. Um, I have not held that rod. Um, do you know much about the seven oh six CB? I, I've never fished it.
1: Yeah, it's an interesting rod. I would, I think that's kind of going to be your designated two point five plus square bill rod. Okay. And then if you prefer a shorter rod for throwing a, I don't something like a five XD style bait where it's not mm-hmm. a super deep diver, that would be it. Maybe if I'm trying to think like a, a rock crawler or something like that, I'd probably be a little overpowered, I'll just stick with the 705. Yeah. So, yeah. <clears throat> and actually with the sale, it's considerably less, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. If you're <laughs> thinking about trying it just to compare it now would be the time. Yeah. And I guess for those that are just rolling in, when we're going through the data, if you missed it earlier this week, through Friday
0: at midnight, American legacy is running 15% off all dobbins rods they're as marked on the website you can go there right now and then if you want use code hella five for an additional five percent off gets you up to 20 percent off and then anything else in your cart you get for five percent off too so if you want to grab some lines some baits and things like that you're going to score a little extra savings on those so that's that's the promo going right now through friday at midnight so jumping into the champions this is kind of their their I don't know, their workhorse rod, the Stalworth, the one that's been around the longest uh, that has, you know, kind of their name has been built on their legacy. is kind of built off the champions, to be honest. Um, And uh, the number one seller is a 736 CB. And CB typically designates crankbait, but this is probably one of the most popular chatterbait rods out there.
1: Definitely. Yeah, it's... It's been crazy. I actually one of the first rods I got that was a Dobbins rods was a, a seven thirty five CB glass, mm-hmm. which is also a good option if you the find your <laughs> yeah yeah. If you obviously see there, if you find yourself throwing sort of the the lower end, the three eight ounce chatterbaits, that's the one I would I would go with. But if you're throwing a half ounce with like a full Zico trailer, the seven thirty six is the one that's going to get it done. Or if you like braid. Right, that 735 is yeah. also a good option. Yeah. They're considerably lighter than what you would think a glass rod would feel like, too. I think it's definitely <laughs> worth noting because that might scare you off if you can't hold it. But compared to pretty much any other composite glass rod on the market, it's, it's considerably lighter. I think and- one thing to compare it to would be that St. Croix Legend glass. And the one thing is Dobbins rods are typically pretty well balanced.
0: So even if they aren't the lightest, they still fish pretty light in your hand. They don't, they don't wear you out being unbalanced.
1: Yeah. In something like this, you should consider what you're going to be using it for too. So if it does feel a little bit tip heavy, it's not like you're going to be fishing a chatterbait with the tip up most of the time. (laughs) So.
0: Right. Um, And I'm surprised the 867 swimbait rod, which is a monster swimbait rod that you've sold that many of them. Cause that's, that's for like 10 inch glides and stuff like that. Right. Like, that's
1: it's a testament to the swim bait community growing for sure. And then again, being such a specific rod, at what is for a swim bait rod and a really affordable price point. Think back whenever swim baits were even more niche than they were or than they are now, how expensive some of those swim bait setups ran. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're definitely getting a good deal if you're needing something that big.
0: Yeah, and I don't, I don't know if, like if anybody else noticed this. If you guys watch Ben Milliken's video where they catch the sixteen pounder and they go nuts, and Zark is throwing uh you know his a rig on a a swim swimbait rod, you can see it clearly the emblem and the the butt when he's like reefing in that giant fish plain as day that Dobbins. Uh, he's definitely not using a six cents rod, Zark. So that was interesting. And I, I don't know if it was the 7, 867 or the 795 or the 806, but he was definitely a big swim bait rod from Dobbins in the champion series. So little nugget. Um, <clears throat> and then you have the 734 full handle and the 734 split handle. Uh, so I guess that's one thing we didn't talk about earlier in the models. There's FH and SH in different models, and that's just full handle versus split handle. Um, so like this here i have got a 795 uh this only comes in a full handle but right, that's a full cork handle versus um and the champions and the extremes are the only ones that i think come in two versions right
1: now the ecstasy and the ecstasy 2 yeah. um,
0: so that's what a split handle looks like right um, so the sierras and the furies and are all split handles and the cadens are all full is that right
1: uh with the exception of the 68 uh, Sears, those are okay. cool. Okay,
0: so there's a few exceptions, but in general, that's uh, <clears throat> um. It was actually the single. I don't know what he was on the double, but <laughs> when he caught the big one, it was on the single rig a setup. Um, so that's something to be. So that we talked about 734 Champ being a super popular rod, and actually, if you add this flow handle and the split handle together, it clearly is the top seller. So that's just an interesting.
1: It's cool to see how even it is too. There's not right. one running away.
0: And how I look at it, um, I like them both. If I am definitely fishing heavy stuff, like if I'm flipping a jig, if I'm throwing a swim bait, if I'm throwing you know a bigger crankbait, I like a full handle. Um, cuz I feel like when you really load up on a rod that's like heavy line, sometimes when I went with a split handle on like my dock rod and my jig rod early on, I felt like sometimes I got a little extra flex in the rear of the bra that I didn't love. Um, but for my lighter things and I finesse things, I don't mind the split handle at all.
1: Yeah, so- I would agree. That's what I've told people is if they think that they're going to be setting the hook harder, they need you know to winch whenever you go down there to grab and you want to make sure that you're grabbing the actual cork. Just go with the full. Yeah, but, And there's so much sub- subjectivity with it as well. So just go yeah. with what I don't know like.
0: King Tut because I would only have the graphite versions. I don't know. Can you speak to how much heavier the glass versions are?
1: Um, slightly. Uh, again, I think the way that you fish that bait, it's going to be negligible once you put a reel on it. You're not even going to be a- able to notice.
0: Yeah, cool. Um, and then 703 spinning, that's a great... You know, shaky head rod. That's a great Senko rod. That's uh, a finesse jig rod, a tube rod uh, for a spinning rod. Any other comments on the champs? The the list for this is super long, right? Like, this is like 30 models deep. So it's interesting.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't really have one that I would have expected to be on there. I have some that I like, but I don't know that. Yeah, this really surprised me a whole lot, other than that 867 being in seconds. That, that probably surprised cool.
0: me the most. And I think two rods I hear a ton about are the 735 and the 744, right? The Jig yeah. Rod 744 and, 744 and that Interesting that those
1: aren't on the list.
0: That's, that I, I, I would maybe rod. think
1: one of those 744s be on here.
0: Yeah. And maybe it was a little, I could uh, look at the data here. Uh, so the 705. Sp- Glass, which is a is a kind of a square bill rod, seven hundred three, mm-hmm. seven hundred five, uh, CB. Yeah, the jig special rod is way down there, like a twenty, like uh, half of what some of these other rods are selling. Um, and the seven thirty five is, yeah, right in that same range. <clears throat> so it's interesting. <clears throat> But a lot of the the next few rods are a lot of their like you know seven foot crankbait rods seven hundred five seven hundred four. <clears throat> um, are the glass rods a bit more parabolic? Um, I think they are a little softer, but the, yeah, that's
1: that's the draw. I, I think with that is it delays the your response a little bit, just because by the nature of the rod you don't feel quite as much. Um, which is why that 736 is so popular for chatter baits, I think, is that it doesn't wear you out throwing it on that. It's definitely one of the reasons, but yeah, it's going to bend quite a bit further into the rod.
0: But the non-glass ones also have a nice parabola. I mean, they're,
1: yeah, I wouldn't say they're
0: not parabolic. It's just that the, the glass ones are even a little bit slower.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You can get by with some of the crankbait models for a jerkbait rod. They're not too parabolic, but, um if you were trying to throw a jerkbait on a glass you might have some troubles yeah kevin this is a great
0: question we're going to get to this in a little bit uh we're going to wrap up the data here and one of the topics we have is graham has actually put together several like potential combos at the different price points so we'll get into that so definitely stick around um Glass is less sensitive, typically sycamore. Um, you definitely f- usually feel less with the glass rods. Um, mm-hmm. That's one of the reasons I don't like glasses much, because in Minnesota, I'm almost always fishing on grass. And for me personally, I find it harder to tell when I've got a little bit of grass followed on my crankbait or my chatterbait. So I like the, the, the graphite versions, and I find they snap out of grass better. But if you're down in Kentucky, you know, cranking ledges, cranking rock, cranking stumps, the glass rod is probably going to suit you really well. Yep. Yeah, as Sean says, the glass ones feel more rubbery. <laughs> yeah, it's, right, it, it's, a it's personal like a preference hand. thing. It, it is. It's, it there is not a right or a wrong. Um. So let's jump into the extremes. Uh, so this is interesting here. Like the seven forty three split handle. So this is one that I think I own this in a split handle and a full handle um and uh it's just because i think i think if 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 whatever was available i would probably get the split in this rod but because sometimes when i've exchanged them or bought them it was unavailable but so this is what i would say the 743 is my favorite smallie bait casting rod so if you love to fish smallies and you like to snap tubes and you like to throw mojo rigs and you like to throw finesse jigs or light football jigs or drag a light carolina rig this 743 to me is like the ideal bait casting smalley rod
1: yeah awesome for tubes it's a killer senko rod too if you throw a weightless, for sure weightless
0: senkos on a texas rig uh love it for my stupid tube if you don't know how stupid a tube is search on my, my channel i've got a great stupid tube video We don't talk, I suppose if you're from Indiana, you don't talk about, yeah,
1: (laughs) it's not much of a secret anymore. I don't think there's such thing as a secret in fishing, but yeah, it's a Ohio river special.
0: Yeah. Uh, And the 744 uh, is a good rod. Uh, I used to have two 744s, but I actually sold one of them. And then I went with another 745, which is my, one of my favorite rods. Uh, But the 744 is a great like brush hog rod, Texas rig tube, light beavers uh you know up to half ounce football jigs uh weighted weighted senkos things like that it's it's a really great texas rig rod yep uh, and you can get that in the full or the split handle you can see i think they're like so yeah if you look at it's a little bit right so some of these is a little bit cluttered because you could add these number two and right and that would jump above mm-hmm. number one um this is this is one of the highest spinning rods listed as a 742 right almost every other like model we've been down like the, the spinning rod was like the fourth or fifth choice that yeah. even showed up this is a fantastic smallie rod uh or just all like drop shot neds Kitex, uh hair jigs and a pinch uh it does a lot it's a great rod it's the action of that is just so great that extra four inches of length for like casting for you know, whether it's large mouth or smallies or spots in that open water, it's, uh, it's a really sweet rod. And I think yeah. Sean mentioned it earlier that he maybe has that. Um, I hard.
1: always try and push people into a little bit longer spinning rod than they would normally get if they're going for just a straight up finesse rod, because, uh, part of a finesse presentation sometimes means distancing yourself and it can be pretty tough to get a, a light little Ned rig out with a six foot mm-hmm. eight rod. So you jump up to that seven, four, seven, six. Yeah, notice mean, a big difference
0: if if you're not restricted by car space, rod locker, uh, you know, kayak, whatever. Like if you don't have size restrictions and you can get away with the seven forty two is a legit legit rod. Um, and I think there's some seven threes and some of the other lineups as well for spinning rods. And mm-hmm. I always tell people whether it's casting or spinning, like if you have the room and you're not restricted, that seven three seven foot four. Is just gives you so much more casting, so much more leverage over the fish. It's definitely worth it. And then that goes – no, that's not just Dobbins. That's whatever rod yeah, you buy. whatever. Oh. Oh, thanks, Leo. That feels like a good upgrade over the carrot sticks. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> I
1: think someone made a joke about those carrot sticks. We just brought some used stuff up to the showroom. We put a handful mm-hmm. of carrot sticks up here.
0: I think the 682, I've never fished one, but I would imagine for some of the small, like, pointers and some of those finesse baits could be pretty nice. I don't know that I'd want to throw, like, a 110 on it. No, it, not
1: a full size, but you could get it done if you like to throw it on a spinning setup. But I'd say a 683 for the bigger jerk baits.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure, better hookup ratio on the longer rods. Uh, so, yeah, the 744, we talked about that one. Uh, 702, casting finesse. So this is for the people that like to drop shot with bait casters.
1: Oh, yeah, no. it's growing in popularity. I think Sean asked earlier if he would uh, right or if he could use the the new panfish casting sierras for bait finesse. I would definitely say that's that's a good option. But before they came out with that, there were definitely a lot of guys using this rod for those techniques. Yeah, this probably make a
0: pretty good shaky like a casting shaky rod. Um, yeah, the seven hundred two is a great spinning rod if you can't fit a seven four in your rod locker or your car. Um, and the 745, this is probably one of my like go-to rods. I use this, uh, ton. um, like I said, I, at one time had two 744s and then realized how much I loved my 745 and had to upgrade to get two of those. And that's so seven foot four may heavy, extra fast. I think I, this one's in a split grip. I use this one for my football jigs and then I've got a full handle one that I use for more flipping stuff. So this one, I typically run like, 15 or 16 pound fluoro and then my other one i typically have 20 or 22 pound fluoro on um, got my little old school crown arc nice um, but yeah i love these rods i just man this is one of the reasons that's kept me from going to an ecstasy because i love these so much and to like justify getting a 755 i feel like i'd have to part one of these and i just don't know if i'm ready to do that <laughs> But uh like if you love to flip beavers, if you love to fish half ounce jigs, like treat yourself this yeah. is a sweet rod. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you'll dig it for sure. Yeah. Um put a seven to one, eight to one reel on that and, and get to business. Um and then seven forty two casting, I've never held that, but that's interesting, but I, I imagine that's pretty nice like drop shot rod, you know. Same rod deal as like that 702
1: before yeah. they came out with those panfish rods, people were using it for like fringy BFS stuff, like throwing mm-hmm. super light, lipless crankbaits, even and really light like Kytex. And you can drop ship or drop shot with it for sure.
0: Yeah, you could definitely drop shot with the 7A740, especially if you're uh, like if you like like six pound.
1: Yeah, like, if shot. you're throwing like I wouldn't, I I would use really light line and super lightweights because like I said, that tip is super small. I mean, this is not a super versatile finesse rod. It's going to be the, the actual BFS stuff. Yeah. Throwing 32nd ounce lures and stuff like that. Like you need, you need special reels for it and everything.
0: Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That stuff scares me. <laughs> yeah, for sure.
1: Um,
0: you could definitely throw light A-Rigs on an HP 745, but yep. I think you are probably don't need that level of sensitivity and light. I, you know, I'd much <clears throat> you'd rather use a 735 Sierra or a 735 Champ or a 735 Fury or a 7 – like, can you do it? Yes, but do you really – I mean, in, like, you don't need the sensitivity to feel an A-Rig bite, right? So um, any of the Dobbins 5-Power rods would throw, like – a rig i don't know that i would use my 370 dollars rod to throw
1: a <laughs> rig i guess that's yeah, i wouldn't do. even want to i would, I would right. rather have probably a sierra
0: but i mean i know lots of people that you know throw buzz baits on extremes and glx's and i just it, it blows my mind <clears throat> uh can you you've held both of these rods what are your thoughts the 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 champion extreme 745 versus the Caden
1: 745 so uh Similar to like what you said where the Sierra is going to be a little bit softer than the champion that is one-to-one here. If you were to say the cadence of Sierra and the the extreme was just a regular champion, it's kind of the same deal. Yeah. They're, they're faster.
0: Like, I mean, they're, you're definitely getting a higher end blank, but I think the actions are very similar, right? Yeah. Do I have problems with my guides breaking only when I step on them and bend them? <clears throat> so it's usually my fault. I, yeah. It, when I bend them and I straighten them and I bend them and I straighten them, eventually they will break. <clears throat> it takes so, a lot to break a rod, <laughs> and, I, and I, hopefully you're using, you know, sleeves. You know, whether it's the rod gloves or anything else, but like this type of stuff keeps your guides from getting messed up so much. So
1: I hated them at first, but I've come around to really appreciate. Yeah, it's, them. it's a must-have, especially if you're jumping in and out of boats. Yeah yeah I it's think we I think we actually sold out of the six ten cadence that we had on hand. We've got some more coming. nice. All right, let's wrap up the data here. So the ecstasies, the five fifty
0: rods, the numbers go way down here, <laughs> uh, but the seven fifty five so that's gonna be very comparable to that seven forty five uh, extreme that I love so much um. The uh, and the 754, so this is like your Texas rigs, your jig rods, uh, your Senko rod. Like, so people love the seven foot five casting rods. Um, and then the 724, 723, so just slightly shorter. It's interesting, they have a 75 and a 72 in the Ecstasy. I haven't used someone.
1: I think someone asked earlier what they would choose out of the ecstasy series for a finesse jig, and either of those three powers would get it done. I think mm-hmm. me personally I would rather have the seven five, just again sure. having a little bit longer rod help cast the lighter bait. Yeah. And
0: I think the next one down was the 725, which like so if I got an ecstasy, it would either be the 755 to replace one of my 745 uh extremes, or I'd get the 725 as my new dock rod to replace my seven Oh five extreme. But
1: Yeah. And I think that it could just be me, but the split grip, the newer ecstasy seven fifty five feels a little stouter than the old one. I know Gary um, had talked about maybe playing around with that and making it a little bit stouter. Cause there were people saying it felt a little soft for a five power. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I might just be crazy because he just said that, but it does feel stout. Yeah. Interesting.
0: All right, so that's the data. We're done with the data portion of this. We'll just uh we've got a few questions to get in here. Um so besides the obvious chatterbait rods in the XP, I think the 733 or the 734 uh depending on how personal preference for chatterbaits. A lot yeah. of people use the 734.
1: If you like to throw a chatterbait on braid, I don't know that I would do it on a rod that wasn't glass. Um you'd- You'd be feeling that for the rest of the day, that vibration. Yeah. Your arm, and be a little stout. Uh,
0: do you need braid to leader with HP for sensitivity? Can you straight? I Almost everything. I mean, on my spinning rod, my 742, I run braid to floral, but on all my casting rods for extreme value, I straight floral
1: uh, for jigs and
0: things like that. Yeah. You
1: definitely don't have to. Those rods aren't lacking in any sensitivity by any means.
0: that that will happen with just about everything i think get it done Uh, yeah and honestly i so i use i i don't use a glass rod for chatterbait i use a uh an old prototype uh 755 zeta which never came to market was that the was that gonna be the
1: 754 zeta sorry was that going to be the, the the highest end? Yeah.
0: So like, remember when I said people that throw GLXs for uh, yeah. buzz baits? I'd, I guess I'm doing that for a chatter. Yeah. So. <laughs> Most important question of the night.
1: <laughs> uh, I don't know if I'm in a position to answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice. Um Yeah. Sounds like mid April. So hopefully
0: in another three weeks or so, hopefully the the new stock of uh HPs will roll in.
1: Yeah, hopefully soon. Uh
0: yeah, Chris, I don't know. The replay will be there. Uh also if you guys uh do podcasts, you can search Hellabass in your favorite podcast app and listen to the audio version as well. So replay on Facebook, replay on uh YouTube, or audio version. So um so let's see. Uh So let's talk about a few favorite rods not on the list. Like what we just ran through a whole bunch of rods. Uh, I'll let you go first, Graham. What are a couple of rods that you love from Dobbins that weren't on any of those top fives?
1: Yeah, so they make a 762 in the champion spinning. (laughs) That's a cool rod again. Like I said, I'm I'm a huge fan of a longer spinning rod. And look across some other brands. They Loomis made a 902. Which, without confusing people about model numbers again, was a seven foot six medium and uh, they are medium light and a light. And the northern guys really like that rod for hair jigs, and that seven sixty two champion can get that done for sure. Or if you like a longer rod for net rigs as well, like I do, it's a cool one. Nice.
0: Yeah, I say like the rod that gets the most use for me that we didn't, it wasn't on anybody's list. Is where's it hiding? Don't be bashful. Don't be bashful. It's okay. Um, the 705C in the extreme uh, is my go to dock rod. So, like, if you watch my fishing videos, you've seen this thing get bowed up all the time. And I like that with a Tatula SV uh, for skipping docks with three eighths ounce, half ounce jigs. Uh, that's probably like, I mean, I catch more fish on this rod and probably spends more time with my hand. Then just bought, you know, although I do use the 745 a ton. Um, and then I would say another one we touched upon it. That's Fury 703. An amazing, it's like Senko mm-hmm. rod. Um,
1: the 682 Sierra is another one that's, I've owned a few of them personally. And that's probably my favorite one. I use that solely for tiny little quarter ounce poppers. It's awesome. But if you like to target cast those smaller poppers.
0: Yeah. Brian, when we run out and they're all sold out, <laughs> we'll stop talking about them. Uh, the XPs, when are they getting a facelift? Um, I don't know. I know they, they've they gotten one since, I mean, some of the XPs are <laughs> newer than the ones I own. Uh, but he did mention that, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I have no clue on that. Uh, you can get it on Apple, Spotify, iTunes. It should be on all of those. If you just search, and there's also in any of these streams at the end, there'll be a link to Anchor, and then you should be able to find it anywhere. But if you just search Helle Bass Podcast, you'll find it. Yeah. Sean does a good job of keeping most places' lights on. <laughs> uh, yeah. Kevin, we're going to get to that in just a minute. So uh, good dock rods. What's the dock rod 705 run a guy? Uh, the extremes are 350.
1: 360 370 yeah so with the discounts uh, that we're running right now it'd probably come in right around 270 ish
0: but I think the 705 is available in the champ and the Sierra as well yeah uh, so there's some good options out there Chris for that so you know uh so I think the the champ is like 250 and then you take 35 bucks off that or the Sierra is like 180 and then you knock
1: whatever 20 25 bucks off there, yeah. so bring it right right around 140 i believe yeah
0: uh, so yeah let's uh I'll, i'm gonna look through these questions um but let's start talking about some of those combos and price point reels so you know we've talked a lot about dobbins but you know you can't fish any rod without a reel right uh, so walk us through some of this stuff that you uh, you know what are you seeing people? like this is kind of based on your preference and also what people are buying, right?
1: Yeah, so yeah, keeping both of those things in mind, all of the reels that I pulled are Shimano or Daiwa. That's not to necessarily malign any other brand, it's just what's available and what we fish with here. Um, But with that fury, I kind of how I did it is I went through and picked every best seller in each series and paired it up with a reel um, and tried to reflect the price point in both of those so if we're looking at that fury 735 i put it's a relatively new reel the shimano slx mgl it's Mm -hmm. it's a 70 size reel so how shimano does their sizing is if it's in between a 50 and a 100 or 100 and 200 it's a half size so it's basically a 100 size reel with a 50 size spool um but yeah so that reel comes in at 149.99 if you want to go with shimano that's kind of the one i would pick in this price point they also make a baseline slx which is a hundred dollars and across the board that's the reel i would pick if you want something that's a hundred dollars or less
0: yeah or fuego is a good one
1: fuego is a good one for sure the slx um they, they trickle down some of the technology that you mm-hmm. used to only be able to get if you were willing to step up to a Corrado or higher. So it's cool that they're offering some of those features in a lower price point reel. Um, and then I would say if you want a similar reel and you want to go with the Daiwa, I don't have it pulled out of the box, but the Tatula CT is a solid option at 130 Pull it out and take a look at it. What's up, Bailey? similar to that slx they trick diowa trickled down the t-wing system in this reel which is cool at that price point point. and what that does if you're unfamiliar with that it's basically the line guide in the reel right here if you were to compare it to just a regular one obviously you'd probably know what a, a normal line guide on a reel looks like but I don't know if I can fit them in here. You got me squeezed in. Wait, here. Let's let me, wait. Go. Let's, uh,
0: let me there see. We
1: go. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 Boom. Oh, there we go. Full screen But uh, yeah. So that guy. Yeah.
0: Although, like, I I like the the the, the base Tatulas are a really nice reel. Like that's that's hard to beat.
1: Yeah, they're solid. The yeah, you can get it in the Tatula 100. They have it in a 150 now and a 200. I'm all at a similar similar price point. I think those are right around 150 um, So those are kind of my two suggestions if you want to uh, pair a reel up with a Fury. That's, that's 735 specifically. And for that rod, I would go with a little bit faster gear ratio. Definitely not a six. Mm-hmm. So I, I prefer an eight to whatever gear ratio, just the faster gear ratio. Anytime I'm throwing a jig, Or anything where or any time i might need to pick up a lot of line really quickly so you think of when you're throwing that rod up shallow maybe uh up around a lay down or something a fish picks up your bait and runs up runs off really quick with it you want to be able to pick that line up yeah
0: i was gonna say maybe if you're doing a lot of frogging maybe seven to one seven three to one just so you don't lose too much torque if you're really like trying to reef yeah yeah for sure flipping definitely eight to one
1: um and we jumped to that sierra so we're oh well, i guess do you want me to do these combos with a full combo would cost i actually weighed them out i went like way too overboard i think with the <laughs> with the uh the combos i think the people that are here are all in at
0: this point so let's get give, give it to them
1: <laughs> yeah for sure so the shaman the slx and that 735 we're going off for retail here, so but the combo would come in at 270. And then that whole combo is going to weigh right around 13.3 ounces. And then with the Tatula CT, it would be 250 for the combo, and that's going to weigh 13.4 ounces. So just slightly. So slightly the dial lighter. comes in a little lighter? <clears throat>
0: uh, right?
1: other, way, other way. Oh, the other way? Okay, yeah. sorry the sh the shimano combo would be 13.3 and then the you didn't even make a powerpoint <laughs> no i didn't <laughs> <laughs> i don't have your fancy uh turnkeys uh but uh so yeah then if we were going with uh i think the next one that sierra was the 734 sure um i've got that paired with a tatula sv and that's a, you mentioned you use that for your dock rod. Mm-hmm. Um, that SV spool is pretty cool. It's a lighter spool with a, it's basically got like minimal contact with the sides of the reel. So it's super free flowing. If you want a reel, that's good for skipping. It's kind of the consensus one that you should be using. Yep. Um, I agree. But if we were going to do that reel, that one is $200. So it would bring the combo to three eighty. And then this whole combo weighs 11.9 ounces. Also looks pretty sick too, I think.
0: Yeah. That uh, The nice thing about the Sierra is they match up with everything really nice. They have that low-key silver, gray, black. So it's almost hard not to match your reels, which is nice. If, if, you're, if you're into that cosmetics, the Sierra gives you a lot of
1: flexibility. Yeah, for sure. It would also match up really good with the Corado, just the Corado 200. And I actually picked that one for the... Uh, that 736 CP glass as well. But if you were going to pair that Corrado with the Sierra, that whole combo would be 360. And it's going to weigh 12.8 ounces. So it's uh, about a whole ounce heavier if you want to go with that Corrado. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a bigger reel. Let me just compare the footprint on the actual rod. So the Corrado on bottom for sure. for sure. So, I mean,
0: like there's nothing, if you you have big hands, you like that feel like, or do you like a smaller, more compact reel? Those are things to take into consideration.
1: Yeah, for sure. I, uh, I picked the Corrado as well on this champion just because it's got a bigger handle and it's got some extra line capacity as opposed to some of the Tatulas, and. Um, with the 736, you can throw, the, like I said, some of those deeper diving crankbaits. You can mm-hmm. definitely do that on this, and I would prefer to have a reel that has a little bit more line capacity than not for something right. like that. Um, so, yeah, it's got a lot of torque. I would go with uh, – what do you throw a chatterbait with your gear ratio? Uh, 7 to 1. 7 to 1. That's, I pretty much pick a 7 1 for just – if if it's something random like that, if somebody asked me a question, like what gear ratio should I put on this rod? I know a lot of people like
0: some, some guys really say
1: like they prefer to go to a six to slow themselves down like a six, two, six, three. Yeah. My, uh, yeah. My argument against that with a chatterbait would be you want a little bit quicker reel, especially if you're around grass. Um, Mm it helps you kind of rip it out of there. So the, uh, Like I said, they make that Tatula in a 150 size as well. So if you wanted to stick with the Daiwa reel and have a little bit extra line capacity, um, you could do that. But with the Corrado, this uh, combo would come to 420, 419.98. And then this is a little bit heavier setup. It weighs 13.5 ounces. If you're going to... (laughs) If you're going to... uh, put that to tool one fifty on there. It would cost 400 and it weighs 14 ounces. So basically about the same, just a slight step up. And then we did not have the top three extremes on hand. The only one that we had on the list, I think was actually the seven Oh two. And I've kind of balled out on this one, put an older Baron on there, which in the U S market, with the exception of another reel I've got coming up is kind of the only Finesse type casting reel you mm-hmm. have unless you want to go up to like a steez ct something in that like 700 plus dollar range price point but this feels great i'd never paired these up before it just kind of disappears <laughs> in your hand
0: i can see like your eyes lit up you're like this yeah. is so nice in my hands
1: <laughs> I, I love this reel um i had two of them last year but uh this is a bit pricier reel so this is the first one Actually, yeah, it's, it kind of uh, outprices the rod, if you will, which it's another question we get is, like, if you were to put your money into something, would you put it into the rod or the reel? And most of the times we say rod, but this is well, uh,
0: you, You've been the opposite on just about every one of your rod
1: and reel combos. <laughs> right, that's, yeah. With this specific one, I picked it because it's, it's so much more expensive. Um, with a finesse rod like this, if you want to throw some of those finessier type things, you're going to have a hard time doing it unless you have a reel that's specific for it. So that's why I picked oh, that one. Did you weigh that one? Yeah, I did. So the, the, like I said, the reel is a bit pricier. It's 420 just for the reel. So the combo is going to come in at seven sixty, but it weighs 8.8 ounces. So it's, there
0: you go. Punch 8.8. Yeah. Seven foot rod.
1: So that's by far the lightest setup that we've got here. Um, and then, you could throw uh, pretty much any Tatula on there that you wanted. The SV would be a good one on there just because it does handle lighter baits well. Um, the newer Elite would be a good one. I didn't weigh or price one out just because I think there are a fair amount of options with the, the SV spool, mm-hmm. which they have in a lot of their higher-end reels past a tutula. Um And then we step up to the Ecstasy. Give me just a second.
0: Things are about to get real here. This is not for the faint of
1: heart. <laughs> I actually made two combos since we had that um, 755 in the split and the full. So for the uh, Shimano option on this, I picked a Metanium DC, which is a cool reel. It's got a neat braking system. It's so literally... it. Which rod is this again? This is the 755. 755. So I've got two of them. I've got the split and the full. Um, but yeah, this is a cool reel. It's got a computer chip in the side, which sounds a little crazy. But it just
0: sounds like it's gonna make it heavy.
1: (laughs) It doesn't. It's like it's I could pop this off. It's uh just a second. Maybe maybe I can't pop it off. But uh, it's, it's a really small, it's totally encased in a waterproof housing. But Basically, all it does is it just measures how fast your spool is moving. And whenever it senses, it starts to wig out. Whether that means it's slowing down a little bit or speeding mm-hmm. up, it'll apply magnetic braking. So that's yep. cool. That's a cool reel. It'll sing to you. What did that yeah. one weigh? What's that one weigh? That one weighed... The whole combo weighed 11.7 ounces.
0: And what is that one going to set me back?
1: That's 1,050. <laughs> <laughs> so this one, I uh, for the split, I put the new Zillion SV, which I don't know how many of you have seen this yet, probably.
0: I've seen pictures uh, of it, and I held it in person. It looks really cool.
1: <laughs> it feels great. It reminds me of one of my favorite reels, which is the Shimano Cronarch MGL, um, which comes in at a... 280 price point. I would have showcased one of those, but just like a lot of things in the fishing industry right now, um, they're out of stock, but uh, this is a sick one. I weighed this one out. It was, it was, a. Ele- it was actually the exact same. It was 11.7 <laughs> ounces. Um, this one's a, a lower price point reel at three lower at 350. You're practically giving um, them away. I mean, <laughs> uh, so the combo would be 900, but, Whenever these become more widely available, I would say that I'm definitely more leaning towards a Shimano guy. But uh, this could have me fishing with this. It's uh, it's sick.
0: Nice, crazy, so. cool stuff. <clears throat> Yeah, so that's some cool. Com- I don't know if we answered the questions. So if anybody had any combo questions that we didn't answer, or you want to. Um, are The new cradles bulky as the older ones. Um, I mean, cradles aren't <laughs> light; like they're not super light. Yeah,
1: um, it's their work- I, workhorse for sure. I don't they know have- I call
0: them bulky, but they're not. They're not finessey, They're not lightweight. They're not.
1: Um, they have different Corrados now, so they make that Corado in a smaller MGL similar to the yeah. SLX MGL that I had uh, pulled up a second ago. And then they're also coming out with a BFS version. So it's gonna be a smaller body. I believe it's a fifty size and it's got a shallower spool on it. I mean yeah, it's again, definitely not gonna be bulky.
0: If you had a question about something about ordering or shipping in the six ten, just send Graham a message. <laughs> he'll he'll help you figure it out.
1: Um you do need an older baron in your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never
0: I, I I like I like I tend to spend a little more on my rods than I do my reels. So I mean like you know, that was one of the things we were gonna talk about is where should you spend your money uh in general. Um I mean, obviously, you know honestly, anything above a two to two hundred and fifty dollar combo, in my opinion, is a bit of a luxury. Like yeah, <laughs> you can go out and catch bass and it's not gonna hold you back. Like the 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 amount of like advantage you're going to get competitive advantage the amount of feel the amount of like casting distance you're going to get by spending more than 250 dollars like there's diminishing returns on that money spent is the stuff nicer is it lighter does it cast further is it more sensitive yes but there is diminishing returns like it
1: like um, absolutely that's what we always tell people is that you know you spend a thousand plus dollars on a combo it's not going to help you catch more fish, but you're definitely going to enjoy fishing. And you know, if if you're here fishing on the Ohio river, you're going to enjoy blanking a lot more. uh, And chroming out your your
0: Harley is not going to make it drive any better, but if that's what you (laughs) like, that's what you like. Right. I mean, that's, it's like, you got to enjoy your passions and, and everybody has hobbies and things they like to do. And it's 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 a little bit of a luxury. It's fun. It, it feels nice. It's uh, an enjoyable experience. Like I'm not gonna knock anybody, but right, like don't feel pressure. Like if you're just getting into fishing, you don't need to spend five hundred dollars, a thousand dollars on a combo to no. go catch bass. So like no. this, but if you want to do it, there's no shame in that game. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I I, I just look and I here I have a lot of Kratos. I have a lot of tatulas. Like that's kind of like my workhorse. I've got a few older crown arcs. Um, you know things like that but like that 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 Curado cronarch area is kind of where I I, I live uh, a lot of my reels. I do have a uh, uh, an SX DC. Oh nice. Those are Which I think this is rare a KDM reel I think. Yeah. Um but I use this for frogs. It was one of the first reels that had like an 801 1 at the time and this is just a little bit stout reel. Like this is a st- like it's not light like it's a pretty beefy reel so it's got plenty of torque uh for like frog fishing and flipping um so i mean that's that's one of my like little splurge reels uh for frogging um but yeah i mean like for me i mean most of my spinning reels are uh stratix or ci4s or fuegos things like that um so, but yeah, I would say like in general, spend a little more on the rod, a little less on the reel. I think anytime you're spending over a hundred bucks on a reel, you're in a good spot, especially <laughs> if you're in the, in the Daiwa Shimano game, in my opinion. Um, And in general, if you're going to spend more on rods, spend more on your bottom contact feel rods, spend more on your jig rods, spend more on your worm rods, spend more on your Senko rods, like your finesse rods, um, where you, drop
1: shots, shaky heads. Um, yeah. Anytime you value that sensitivity, it's right. usually going to be a, a good idea to step up. If you're, if you need to step up or you want to step up. Uh,
0: buying hand kind of reels is used. Yep. That's an option. Yeah. And we're going to talk yeah, about that talk in about a little bit too. In a second. Um, yeah. Sycamore says, if you guys need to get rid of stuff, he'll take your hand me down <sighs> after you've invested in like, in, and I guess for those that came in late, we should mention this again. Uh, Everything, all Dobbins Rods at uh, ALFC is uh, are uh, on sale for 15% off right now. Uh, and they're marked as on the price on the on the website, so you don't need any codes or anything like that. Um, and then if you want to save additional, you can use code HELLA5 for an extra 5% off. Um, the rods, and you'll get five percent off everything in your cart you throw in it. So if you missed that earlier, that's what's going on. That's why we're taking a deep dive on the rods today. Um, so uh, go ahead. You know they've got the Boom Room rods. They've got the Furies, the Sierras. They've got some Cadens. They got about as good of selection as anybody out there on rods uh, for Dobbins. Um, so we were saying like, yeah. If you're going to spend it, spend it on bottom contact, spend it on field rods, spend it on rods you spend a lot of time fishing, right? Like, if if you throw frogs 90% of the time, treat yourself. Get yourself a nice frog rod, right? Like, get yourself the boom boom rod. Get yourself the 736 uh, champion or the
1: 735. Um, <clears throat> yeah, but, that's what it all boils down to. It's just having fun with it. So, if you if you're not someone who's carrying around a massive arsenal of rods... Uh, that's another thing to consider i don't know what your stance would be on it if you took tournaments out of the equation Mm -hmm. how many rods you would carry around if you would condense it down and just you know have all nicer rods or if you would still want to carry the same stuff
0: yeah i mean i probably would have a few less rods i mean like i mean i probably have 30 some rods Do I carry 30 some rods in my boat all the time? No, but I probably carry 20 to 25 in my boat at most all times, uh, except for maybe like niche times when I know like I'm going smallie fishing, I might be able to get it down to like 15 or 20 (laughs) or late in the year when I know I'm only going to do a few things or things like that. But uh, I probably have a little bit nicer gear because I tournament fish, but I still think I would have nice stuff even if I didn't tournament fish to some degree.
1: That's what I would say. A lot of our like enthusiast customers have never fished a tournament in their life or maybe just one or two. Well, they're not I would
0: say like the super enthusiasts. Yeah, they tend not to be tournament fishermen. Yeah. Like so, like like you've got people that like recreational fish, they're at like kind of budget friendly. And then you got kind of the tournament fisher that kind of live in that mid-range. They've got yeah. nice stuff, kind of low to mid-range, a little bit of high end. And then your enthusiasts care nothing about tournaments, but they're just like, they're total gear nuts. And that's just general, uh, but there's there's exceptions to all of that. Um, uh, Logan, the sale ends Friday at midnight. Um, but I was going to say, but like, me, even as a tournament guy, even as a very serious angler, like, I still have, like, three furies that I use all the time. I've got a bunch of savvies that are 10 years old that I still use for stuff. Like, like I said, I don't need a GLX or an Ecstasy or an Extreme to throw a Buzzbait or a Frog or like, no, I do use some of that stuff. But I'm saying like, I I very much, uh, you know, like topwater rods, I'm going to be in that Fury Sierra stuff all day. Like, that's where I'm going to live. For shallow braid rods, I'm going to probably use a lot of the Fury and Sierra because sensitivity is, you know, I'm going to see the braid sliding off on my Senko rod. like. I feel like I need it and it, it does what I need. So, you know, like be smart where you spend your money. And if you want to spend money, spend it where it makes the most sense. Um, so I, I'm starting to see some questions again about the trade-in. So maybe it's time we talk about. The yeah, trade-in. for sure. You mind
1: pulling that up? Yeah. Um, to answer that question. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we do. That's a, a giant pillar of our business model is, uh, our trade-in program.
0: And if you guys don't know, you can sign up, You get your email, and you get a one-time 10% off code, right?
1: Yeah, for sure. You get that code, and then any purchase you make after that, as long as you're signed in, you'll get points for that. And that basically just translates to $1, one point. One point is a cent. So you get people that you know buy a bunch over time, those points mm-hmm. build up, and you can use those on any purchase. There's no minimum or anything like that.
0: Um, yeah. So what, what, what,
1: I, I know nothing about it. <clears throat> Give us the, yeah. uh, the. So basically if you want uh, click on, get a quote there oh. and nope. basically you can go on our site, click get a quote and you scroll down and it'll prompt you to fill out this spreadsheet, some basic information, and then the gear that you're interested in trading in. And uh, that comes to one of us here and we'll shoot you back a quote, usually within 24 hours. Uh, you can use that credit for anything. If you have a purchase that you've recently placed, we can just credit off of that order and refund it onto whatever card you used, or we can put it on a gift card that has no expiration date. So if you have something that you have an eye on, but it's not going to come out till after I cast, but you wanted to trade now you could go ahead and do it and then just put it on a card that you could use then. And then, all of that used stuff, once we get it in, uh, we, we definitely push that on the site. In the past, we used to sell really heavy on eBay. We would just run all of our used gear as auctions, um, but we've transitioned all of that to the site. And we don't have a whole lot up right now. Uh, you don't have to click on it, but you can see on that gray bar, the use tab um, at the top. Uh, just to the left of brands there, if anybody wants to dive in there and see what we have right now, we have some stuff listed. But we've transitioned a lot of our effort over the past month or two in getting used gear. Mm-hmm. So we have a lot of it in the back right now that should be going up uh, by the end of the week, if not by the end of next week.
0: Very cool. So that's – I don't know if anybody's got any questions about that. Um, thoughts so, on the Champ 705 for Frogs? It'd be good, but I'd prefer a seven thirty five uh, just for the extra length, but that's yeah, extra fixing. leverage.
1: Uh, I would say the biggest question we get with our use program is about how the shipping works, because there's obviously sure. some risk that yeah is is taken on there and that's why we try and market it as a convenience. Like it's a it's a service. I'm not gonna lie and tell you that we will always be able to give you the value you would be able to get if you were to sell it on your own. But what we are doing is taking the risk of that package getting lost or broken out of the mix. And uh, like right now, we offer promos all the time on shipping. So any trade that's valued over $200 will cover the shipping on it. Um, And if it were to get broken or lost, we would just cover the trade value you're going to get your credit if you're using our labels obviously we don't want to push that out there in case somebody you know wants to take advantage of that um uh, but we find that most people that are dealing with us are obviously not going to do that
0: yeah pretty cool that's i mean especially if you don't want to like i mean like sure can you go on craigslist can you go on you know go on facebook but then you have to figure out what the market value of your rod is and you have to like, you know, negotiate. Right. But like, if you just want to make this simple, get a decent fair value, get credit because you know, you want to upgrade like this is a great option.
1: Yeah, for sure. It's um, something that a lot of those enthusiast type guys that I mentioned that are trying to get the the latest and greatest. um, It's a good way for them to do that without having gear coming out of their ears. They'll just trade in the last year's model and, put it towards what's coming out.
0: Nope. Chris, I think, I mean, like you can see here, they've taken in, uh, Falcons, Loomis, other rods, Fitzgerald. Yeah. Uh, we'll
1: take any brand except for house brands. So the only exclusions are like Bass Pro or Cabela's branded rods. Uh, used to be Gander Mountain mm-hmm. branded rods. Punch thinks the fix was in that you guys had NRX and nobody else did yeah i mean we uh we put that order in in november and they showed up uh, in the first week of march so
0: well i mean you guys have been a long-standing like like i said you started out by carrying every le- uh, model of loomis so i'm yeah. sure you guys have a strong relationship
1: with them so i'm sure yeah that, did help. yeah, that, that definitely did help. helped <laughs> yeah it definitely helps uh
0: i mean i i'm sure you'd get a fair value for your creator 150 like i'm sure that's a real they would flip
1: pretty yeah. easily <clears throat> Just submit a quote. We'll get back with you. We'll definitely take that off your hands.
0: All right. How about a good Texas rig rod? Don't want a broom handle enough power to horse on them. Preferably a 734 Fury series or a <laughs> Fury series. <laughs> I just questions. basically spit yeah. out my answer. as <laughs> I would say a 734 Fury.
1: Yeah, uh, I, would, I would second that. <laughs> That's a lot of their rods. I would, I mean, unless you get into the some of the heavier flipping rods, I wouldn't really classify any of their rods as broomsticks. They all have pretty consistent actions.
0: That's a good point, and we touched up on that when I was talking with Gary. Is like, for the most part, the Dobbin's rods have a fairly light tip. Like they're going to have a little more feel to them, and they're in general, if you're like, if you know Loomis, I would say like. They're about a half power lighter if you're just comparing the last number on the blank. Yeah. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, uh, What do they offer in trade value? I don't know. Depends on the product. (laughs) Yeah, it depends on the product. I mean, obviously, they need to be able to resell it. So, I mean, they're going to give you depending on value. Could you... I'm sure, Sorry. you could sell it on Craigslist or Facebook for a little more, but if you want the convenience of the easy transaction, that you you know, um...
1: depending on brand too, there are some like Loomis. If it's in excellent condition, we basically start at whatever fifty percent of that retail value would be, okay. and then it'll fluctuate from there based on the the condition. But that's that's like the starting point, basically, for a lot of the the more popular brands.
0: A lot of people speak highly that have had good experiences with it, um, and obviously God. it depends, right? I mean, there's certain things that you guys know that are in demand. Maybe you don't love it, but there's probably a market, and you guys understand that. And um, you know, you, I'm sure it depends, right? You'll compensate for what you guys know that you can do with it. So,
1: yeah, yeah, we have to take everything into into
0: account. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what crankbait rod would you recommend for DT10s, 5XD, 6XD? Uh, in the champ line or below i think you'd pretty much need to be in the champ line for a crankbait Mm -hmm. rod because i don't think they make a the fury is only a seven yeah i mean if
1: you wanted oh sorry i misread that i was gonna say for like a 10 xd you could probably use like a 795 (laughs) swimbait rod if you wanted to but um i I just misread that yeah you'd have to be in a champion what a 765 crank is that a
0: try to think what or what rod would you recommend in a XP?
1: Let me pull up the list. I'm trying to remember.
0: I don't do a ton of that stuff. I think I have a 765 graphite crankbait version that I use for a lot of that stuff.
1: Yeah, so I definitely pick a longer rod, um, that 765. Yeah, 765 is a good option. They make that in a glass as well. Um, Or you could step up to the 805. I would definitely want something over 7.3. Yeah. The the general idea, and I know it's been beaten into the ground for years, but uh, having a longer rod for those deeper diving crankbaits.
0: So this 735 could be an option. Uh, Yeah. The 765 is a good option. Uh, and then maybe the 735 Caden crankbait. If you're wanting to be a little budget, you could. Have, I mean, it might be on the little light side for 6 xds but I think it would handle the DT10s yeah. and the
1: 5XTs really nicely. Yeah, it'd be perfect for a 5XT. All right.
0: Uh, yeah. So they're right here. They're on American Legacy Fishing uh, Wilson. Uh, right here. There'll, there's a link down in the description of the video as well. Um, I can actually just put that here let's do this for those i'll make it easy on you i'll post the link in the chat there it is right there uh should be coming up in a second and then you can use code hella5 on top of that and save an extra five percent and everything in your cart what is the most durable but still cheap freshwater fishing rod i guess what is your definition of cheap (laughs) (laughs) Cause I would say it maybe like if cheap, cheap, I'm talking probably ugly sticks,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, entry level bass rod, though, it's hard to beat that fury. Yeah. Colts or furies are really
0: nice entry level rods. Not that they have many of the colts, but uh, uh, there's some people interested in checking out your uh use section already. Uh, Deal. let's see, just curious. My buddy has a rod trading company and he offers, to, uh, okay. Yep, there's another punch fishing, yeah. Punch will uh offer five percent above uh your price for mega bass, he said. So we got a bidding more <laughs> interesting, but yeah. Uh, for people that l- I've heard this as well, the 805, like if you really want a 6xd or dedicated rod, that's a really good rod, but it's hard. I mean, to me, the same rod that throws a DT10 as a 6xd is not a lot of times the same rod for people that are serious crankbait guys,
1: yeah. That's what I was kind of getting into. Is that that eight hundred five is like going to be a designated rod, whereas the seven six you kind of get down to something like a little John if you wanted, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't suggest throwing that on an eight foot rod.
0: Absolutely, Kevin. What's up? It's Aiden, uh, Kevin Gray's son. Uh, hope you're ready for some fishing this spring, bud. Uh, thoughts on the seven fifty five? I know I want one but i haven't held one so what do, what do you th- i mean have you fished it have you it feels it? good man
1: the only ecstasy i've gotten out with was a 753 i believe and i was just kind of doing some light texas rig stuff with it um, the sensitivity is there for sure i like the actions just like any dobbins rod <laughs> mm-hmm. it feels good it balances well um i would like to go throw a football jig with the 755 though like i said, that. New, ste- or, uh, New Zillion rather, has got me drooling. That combo looks pretty sick.
0: Nice. That's cool. Uh, yeah. So, like, 100 to 150, the Fury is a great rod at about 120. Yeah. Um, with the sale they're running, that's going to basically put it at 100 bucks. Yeah. So, and if you're up to 150, you could definitely look at the Cadence or the Sierras with the sale and my code Hella5, You should be able to get a Cadence or Sierra for right at that 150 yeah. price point, which would right be there. a fantastic rod. Like, uh yeah <laughs> vision of a caden. I, I have visions of cadence as well so like they did that that i don't know beta test or like uh consumer feedback for the cadence last was it last i guess it was back almost a year ago now when they did it right right um and they had 100 of each model and i was like oh i thought about it and I was like, I'll just wait, right? I'll just, you know, like, I'll wait till they come out. And then they took forever to come out. And then when they first came, people are like, oh, these are amazing. Like, people really loved them. And I was like, man, I wish I had serious FOMO. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, was I haven't gotten like. them
1: yet. But I love, cool. I love Didn't the you? appearance for sure. Yeah, and they, they look
0: like the old uh, Savvies, which had a really nice black and red look to them, yeah, right?
1: They hit some, some unique models, too. All of the models, if I'm not mistaken, that Caden, they don't make in any other series. Um, except for, I mean, even like something like that 744, um, even though they make a 744 in the champ, like I mentioned earlier, it's a totally different rod.
0: Mm-hmm. So how does that work? Like, do you, do you own, there are things that are listed in stock?
1: Uh, so yeah. So if it's listed as in stock, that either means that we have it here or it's at Dobbins. Um, okay. If it shows back orderable, that means that we do not have it. And Dobbins is still waiting to receive a shipment. And the what only reason it? we, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. The, the only reason we took the extremes off is because it was such a long back order and we already had so many outstanding. And we didn't think it was a good idea uh, or really um, thoughtful of the people who already had back orders to just keep mm-hmm. taking more. So we we shut those off, but. Once they get back to a better better point, we'll turn them back on.
0: <clears throat> all right. So do you know if you have any of the 705s on hand? Um,
1: let, me, let me just look since all of the extremes are right here. All right. I'll answer a few questions
0: while he's looking just for you, Jeff. Um, and if you if he does, then you'll just have to call him and you can get it. <clears throat> uh, Leo, Caden versus Sierra. So same price point. Sierra's are going to be mostly split grips. Caden's are going to be mostly full grip cork. Uh, Sierras will be a slightly slower action. Uh, Cadens will be a little faster action um, in general. And then uh, the the Sierras kind of have like a silver color scheme and the Cadens have kind of a red and silver color scheme. And they each have some unique models and actions. So there's some different lengths and actions within the two Sierra, But otherwise they're very same price point, but they have different offerings. So they're not there's not a lot of overlap between the two actually
1: all right we do not have that rod (laughs) we've got a couple of 704s okay
0: uh what's the weather like here it was rainy and like 50 all day but the ice is about to disappear so that's good uh price point they're what 170 for the sierras and cadence or 180
1: the cadence are 170 the Sierras range from like 150 160 up to up to 180
0: So like on sale you can get the cadence for like 145 and the Sierras are like 135 140 without the 5% extra How quick are the rods shipped out after ordering uh, <laughs> he said earlier if you order by 3 p.m they'll usually ship that day yep as long as they're in stock in stock.
1: Yeah, yeah, as long as we've got him here, um, we'll get them out.
0: Nice. Justin says, shout out to you guys. Uh, Leo said he got his in two or three days after he ordered. Yeah. The, the free rods are a great, great rod. Uh, Sycamore says he might stop in next week. Right on. Yeah, come by. Extreme 784. So that's their jig special rod. I've never fished it, but there are a lot of people that like like that rod for like jigs and, and Carolina
1: rigs. Yeah. I haven't fished it either. I've obviously got to hold it in my hand as I have every rod, but I think it would get it done. I, I would want something with a little bit extra length. Yeah.
0: Another rod that I'm impressed with that I, I don't own, but when I was down on Smith mountain Lake, if you watch a video I did last week, uh, a seven sixty four, and I was throwing a six inch mag draft on it. That was a slick rod it was a very unique action in the champion series that I was pretty impressed with. And it's got me, my, my gears thinking about possibly what rod do I get rid of to to bring that into my arsenal? It was a pretty nice rod. Let's see. What do we have on our agenda? Um, Anything new in 2021 for you guys, anything like state of the union, like gear tackle wise, things that people should know about, rods and reels and or what's going on with you guys coming up
1: oh the biggest thing i would say is kind of that that focus on our used program that's uh, Mm a continue it's constantly growing we're finding ways to make that more seamless and um, other than that really it's just like everybody else in the industry just kind of sitting on our hands waiting for some of the new stuff and then waiting for some of the higher demand stuff to get back in stock but Mm -hmm. we're in a better spot now than we had been pretty much the whole last half of 2020 Uh, pretty pretty good on inventory dobbins has done a great job of keeping up with the exception of the extremes Uh, everything's been in stock and the the out of stock list for them is smaller than anybody else
0: Hmm. yeah that's cool yeah i mean loomis diowa shimano a lot of other companies it's like and like when you i'm sure you guys see like you get a batch of like a few dozen reels in and like, poof, they're gone. Yeah. Like,
1: yeah if they're not back ordered already, they go quick. If it's something popular, we make sure to blast it out. And, um, it's, it's pretty crazy. It surprises me sometimes how fast they go. Yeah. So like I said,
0: like plan ahead. So if you think you want to get yourself a new rod and reel or a, a graph or something like that, or like these bigger ticket items and you want to get yourself a birthday present or a father's day present or, you know a a graduation gift or something like that for somebody like or you know you want to have a rod for this summer like start planning now um because like you can't bank on that those reels will just be available uh in rods like come june come july like they might be but
1: don't bank on it yeah.
0: so plan ahead and that so any big purchases you have start start thinking now for sure
1: there's enough information out there for sure there's no reason in 2021 to make a misinformed purchase like you just ask and we'll guide you in the right way or you can hop on the dobbins forum and there's going to be plenty of guys on there that will be happy to answer any your questions yeah so
0: yeah favorite, and i guess i didn't like i haven't used the 74 but favorite 74 is more of a, like a jig casting football jig route from my understanding We're talking straight flipping rods. I mean, I like more like a 795 or even like a 745. And it kind of depends on what you're flipping. Are we talking about like one ounce? Are we talking about half ounce? Like I need a little more information. Um, Ryan says he ordered Sunday night. Do you guys typically send out shipping info?
1: Yeah, you should get a, uh, you should get a notification as soon as it gets scanned in by whatever service it is. If you want to message me, I'd be happy to look at it. It is an automated message so sometimes it gets caught yep. up in people's spam.
0: But check your spam box and if you haven't, send a note. Um, somebody says it needs more left-handed reels. Uh, <laughs> spinnerbait combo? I like the 703s, 733s yep. with a 6.3 or one dial or Shimano and whatever your price point is. Sierra is a really nice option for spinnerbaits because it's got that slightly slower action. Yes, sycamore. Same thing we looked at, rods. So what all is in the trade-in program? Rods,
1: reels, is that it? Or Yeah, we take in uh, everything. Rods, reels, uh, fly rods, fly reels.
0: We said there would be no cussing tonight, Graham. Don't you remember? We don't talk about fly stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll no we'll probably fly, no get heat for that. Just kidding. <laughs> uh see all right yeah that's awesome Greg. um sweet uh favorite dobbins rods for carolina rigs <laughs> um i actually use when i have to throw the c rig i probably use my extreme 745 which is probably a little bit overkill um, I think the 764 would be a sweet,
1: sweet Carolina rig rod. Yeah, I think that's probably on the blank of that rod. It's, it's good. I would prefer any longer rod for that, somewhere but, in that four power. Yeah, power. if
0: I need a little more budget, probably like a 744
1: Caden. Yeah, or, yeah. Somewhere in there. Yeah, I would maybe, depending on what size weight you're throwing, you could even step up with the five because it is sure. a little bit softer.
0: Yeah. So, and if you want to go even less expensive than either like a seven thirty four or seven thirty five in a in a fury. Uh, okay, half to three quarter ounce. Yeah, seven forty five extreme would be. I, I'd probably go with a five power for flipping more than a seven eighty four. Seven eighty four to me is more of a casting jig rod, and I think although it is a little heavier, like the seven eighty four is definitely a stouter action than the seven forty four, from my understanding, but. Uh, I'm a big proponent of the 745 if you're looking at the extreme series.
1: Yeah. Is your trading program limited to US domestic made products? No. We'll take any JDM stuff in. We're happy to see it. Yeah.
0: Left handed rods are super
1: underrated. <laughs> big niche
0: thing for sure. All right. Correct the code. Yeah. So we're we're pretty much pushing on two hours here. Um and we've covered everything we wanted to cover. Um, so if you guys got any more rod and reel questions, we'll answer those in the next few minutes. Um, and uh, just kind of recap a few things. You know, thanks to Arsenal Fishing for, for supporting the show. I always support those guys. Uh, go to Arsenal Fishing. You can use code HellaBass15. Um, remember the sales going on. Uh, we've talked about that several times. You can use code Hella5 on top of that. And uh, if you missed all this, you can watch the replays on Facebook and YouTube, uh, as well as podcast platform. Uh, just search Hella Bass. But we'll, uh, we'll, we'll hammer out a few more questions. Um, are you central or eastern time zone in your part of Indiana?
1: Central. Central. Indiana's weird. You kind of yeah. like crooked than go an hour north sure. of here. In, I drove through the there region. twice
0: the other last two weeks ago. So is uh, champ 34 too much for a weightless Cinco? I would say no, um, no. I've definitely used a four power rod for throwing a weightless senko. I think I
1: touched on that earlier. If you're if you know the type of cover you're going to be around, that if you're going to be around some heavier cover, the four power would be fine. Yeah,
0: like when I think of that, like throwing a weightless senko around docks and brush and trees and pads, seven thirty four. If I was going to be more like open water, sparse grass, I'd go with a seven thirty three. Yep. Do your trade ins make it to the physical floor?
1: Yeah. Yeah, we've got them out here.
0: So there you go. If you want to swing by and check out and put your hands on them, that's an option. Light lure topwater rod, heavier lure rod. <laughs> um, <laughs> depends on how light. Um,
1: <laughs> I like that 682 Sierra, like I said, for quarter ounce poppers. Um, we throw a lot of those down here. What's that's the deal for that?
0: Yeah, I throw almost all my topwaters, like my normal topwaters, on 703s and 733s on braid with a short, short mono or floral leader. That's, that's my go-to. So, like, I'll throw my poppers on my 703, and then I'll throw, like, my vixens and stuff on a 733. All right. A lot of people... Yep, Sean, absolutely. Um... What's the deal with left handed, right hand reels? It's so opposite. I don't know. I reel with my right hand for everything. So I switch my spinning reels over to the right hand. My reels, it's just more comfortable for me. Like, I can cast with my left hand better than I can reel with my left hand. It's like when I pick up somebody's rod, it's like.
1: Yeah, it's I, always I, funny. It's just so awkward for me. If we don't have a right-handed reel out in the showroom to display and someone wants to take a look at it and you hand it, that's like the first thing they do they do is flip it over. They're like, "Uh, hey, how do you work this?" But I'm the same way. I flip all my spinning reels over to right-handed. I think the the idea to to actually like answer his question is some people do not want to ever take their dominant hand off of the rod and mm-hmm. um, sp- specifically with like flipping where you might get a bite like as soon as you drop in. They want to be able to just hit it as soon as it goes down and some people think it's goofy to cast and switch your hand to real so that's kind of the idea behind it
0: yeah for me and it's like so seamless like when i pitch if i want to switch hands it's like it's all one motion i don't i don't even notice like i don't i can't ever think of a time that i've missed a bite because i switched yeah that's it's a non it's a non-discussion issue for me um and i actually when i'm in really tight quarters i'll Pitch and flip left handed. I'd, I'd rather learn to pitch and skip left handed than try to learn to left hand reel, but teach their own and they're both out there. Um, yep. There's a reason they make both. And, and a lot of people say they like to set with their right hand because that's their dominant and they get more strength, but I don't know. I have plenty of strength setting with my <laughs> left hand.
1: Do you lift, bro? Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, I would say 8, 10, 12 inches mostly. That's about it. And it's, couple things sometimes in clear water it's for visibility but it's more so so that when if you're especially on a walking bait sometimes your line and a floral leader won't tangle in the hooks as bad and like if you ever notice if a straight braid like the the hook points will actually dig into the braid and it can be a big mess so that's why there's a short leader and i usually like heavy like 17 pound
1: um yeah and also that leader's there for a little bit of a shock absorption. a little bit of shock
0: that helps too for sure Cool. All right. Anything else, Graham? You want to touch on that we didn't cover? What about the cadence in general? Like, what are your first impressions? What What are? I mean, we didn't have any data on that. Are there any? Like you said, the six ten is sold out. Any other? Yeah, they're selling
1: there? selling really well. Uh, the seven thirteen is also out, and I can't remember the spinning model, um, but it's gone too. Um, so they're they're moving good. I think that they're gonna fish. Somewhere in that, obviously, that Sierra range. Given the price point, some of the blanks—it's hard to tell, obviously, unless you fish with it. But some of them feel very similar to a champion in terms of the uh, like crispness and, and lightness of the blank.
0: Um, and so you said you have a couple Sobi rods in. Like, how yeah. many are we
1: talking? And which ones? Are- uh, I think all of them are out here on the rack, and we've got like four or five of them. Um, okay. And they only make a, that if i'm not mistaken they make the two models there's like a flipping model and then a three power i
0: think there's one spinning one casting and one flipping i thought
1: yeah that's right i see the spinning there's now. three
0: so there's like a seven six flipping a seven four or seven three casting and the a seven over here spinning i think
1: This is the 724. It's a pretty sick-looking rod.
0: That's the I casting rod. It. Let me let me uh, blow you up here. Just hold that there, so we can go uh, look at that. So this is the 724 casting Sobi rod. So seven foot two four power. So this is going to be a great rod for Texas rigs, lighter jigs. Uh, I mean that's I mean kind of a little bit do it all. I mean it's kind of like a 734 with a a little bit different action. Yeah, different if view. I could
1: describe it, it's almost like a 3.5 power, if that makes okay. any sense. Sure.
0: Okay, so a couple people are saying that the they've heard the 724 is a little faster than the 734. I believe that. Um, that we're actually showing the rod that you just asked.
1: Uh, <laughs> That's uh, actually... Um, That would be a one to compare it to. The 736 (laughs) in the Champion is actually a medium-heavy extra-fast, if I'm not mistaken. Um, And this is similar to that rod, which, like I said, be kind of right in there, like a a 3.5 power.
0: Okay. And that hits
1: the 170 price point. So it's right there. I don't know that
0: it's stiffer than a... I don't think it's heavier than a 4 power, but I bet you it's a slightly faster action than Mm -hmm. some of the other 730, like, yeah. Um what blank are they well they it's a Caden blank, so I guess dobbins I mean they have manufacturing partners, so they're i mean they have their own blanks manufacture their own specs um so they're not using a generic blank um from my understanding that's my understanding no, it.
1: it feels really similar to that Caden it's even unsanded, just like the Caden it's got that little bit of texture on the blank the sobi, yeah, yeah, the sobies
0: are a Caden. Yeah, the Sobies are in the Cadence series, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then and I think there's what a seven one three spinning rod, so uh, so seven foot one three power spinning rod, which I think would be an amazing shaky head jig worm rod, uh, spinning worm you know, finesse jig Senko rod, two rod, um, pretty versatile, do a lot of things. The Sobi rods are really designed to be kind of workhorse rods. That's kind of the premise of those three rods is, you know, if you could have three rods to kind of do everything you needed, that's kind of the, the idea behind the Sobi rods from my understanding. Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, I feel like the questions have simmered down. Um, I think we've covered a ton of ground. For the most part, it seems really popular. We were a little over 100 uh, people on here, so that was pretty awesome. Thanks to everybody uh-huh. that tuned in. Uh, we'll wrap things up. Uh, like I said before, you can catch the replay if you came in late. YouTube, Facebook, uh, podcast, uh, make sure you check out the sale. I'll have links down in the description below to get to the the the, the Dobbins page on American Legacy. I appreciate you coming on tonight uh, and sharing all your information and sharing. Yeah, thanks for having me what you on, man. Have to offer.
1: Appreciate you having me on. And uh,
0: I guess until next time, here to help you guys catch more bass and suck less. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, Summer starts with The Fall Guy. We're doing later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes!